0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 149. Back down in the basement on a Saturday morning. Weather's beautiful. We were out last night. Even the banters, you can't escape wrestling talk this week, because what did we do last night? Um, Finished AEW. We did, but we also went to beautiful Beaverton, Ontario. Beaverton, yeah. To watch... Uh... <clears throat> so it's Battle Arts is the facility or company. Yeah, like Santino's thing. It is Santino Morello. Impact Marella. Wrestling superstar, and it is somehow Impact Wrestling affiliated as well.
1: Yeah, I guess especially because Santino's there now.
0: Yes, and I guess I was talking. Of course, uh, I happened to know the person that was taking the tickets and working the door, course. of course, which was strange. Um, and they were saying that yes, Santino actually trains on Wednesday nights. He's there every Wednesday in Beaverton, which is interesting because mm. it's not close, right? So, but what would you say? How did? How would you? say the show was last night it was all first. right i think it's kind of
1: like because it's partially like also it's an academy so there's also like it's them kind of learning on the fly it's like it, you could tell some were <laughs> very very new to wrestling it's like right? low budget 2.0 because 2.0 was let's be honest a pretty similar thing at sometimes.
0: yes and it was like uh you're getting people that are new and training and that's what this yeah. felt like right especially the battle royal the there was one woman in the battle royal, and she won, and she was really, really bad. Yeah, but, I don't um, know
1: why she. I I joked that she won or she was gonna win because she can't. She didn't. Know, she wouldn't know how to like get eliminated. And
0: lo and behold, and they had um a character. I thought he reminded me of Raven right? who was sitting in the crowd, acting bored and wearing like two pairs of sunglasses, kind of. Yeah, uh, I,
1: he kept like he he was definitely keeping kayfabe when he was uh oh, autographing yeah. the kids. Like he was like just
0: not could be bothered. And then he, um, so he was actually sitting beside us as because he was sitting in different spots in the crowd. And for the battle royal, he was getting ready to run in and interfere with whoever the guy is he's feuding with, I guess. But he was literally in the front row calling spots for that woman, like telling her what to do. Oh, right. Really? Because I could hear him because I was one seat away from him, right? With no one in between us. And he was saying like... Try and eliminate him. Because she was just, like, kicking the same guy in the corner a million times. Because I think a basic front kick was the only thing she could do. Uh, it was
1: more like a, her leg kind of around the side. Yeah. So, anyways, was he weird. was like,
0: try and throw him out. Try and throw him out, right? Just trying to, like, help her from ringside. So, anyways, I yeah. thought... I mean, it's never... Going to any indie show is kind of fun, I find. But Some I think... it was good. For the money, I don't think it compares to... We usually go to great Canadian wrestling, right? And the value for that, because... It's more like veteran people who've probably been, you know, doing indie feds all over Ontario and maybe further for a while. Whereas this is more like, hey, here's some of our trainees and some people who actually have been wrestling a while. So I would say the quality of GCW matches are better. Although Um,
1: um, they had better belts.
0: They did have much better belts and a better concession stand too. They really? had more options oh, right, for yeah. okay, food yeah. and stuff there, so it's I don't know. We'll probably go back and check it out. Apparently, they do sh- shows every month. I don't think we'll be there that often, but um, I wouldn't mind going back and check it out. It yeah, fun. I, I would not. Like a forty minute drive, right? So yeah, it wasn't bad. too bad. No. Yeah. Um. Anything else exciting happened to us this week? Um. Not really for me. It was a short week at school no, and work, so it was that was pretty nice. Pretty uneventful. It was pretty uneventful. I'm trying um, to think. I'm not. I'm blanking. Your brother's summer league basketball starts tomorrow morning, so we have to drive like an hour and a bit for him to play at 9 o'clock tomorrow and then 11 mm-hmm. o'clock, so mm-hmm. you will not see us in the morning. Nice. My plan today is to get outside and tinker with the pool, get it cleaned up, ready to get into. Nice. You got any plans today? You work, uh, you work tomorrow. Yeah,
1: um, like 4 or 9, I guess. Oh, we're, we're, oh wait, are we going to watch Sadie?
0: We can thing? watch some of it. I don't I mean, want to watch it live because I want to be able to cherry pick probably. Okay. But yeah, if you want to watch that well, this afternoon,
1: well, if AJ and Rollins is the opener, I want to watch that. Yeah, probably. we can do that. Then I also have watched we'll a little bit there. of
0: what was it, Under Siege, that I was checking out. It was. I watched the opener with Magnus beating, uh, Kenny King. Magnus, decent. Sorry, <laughs> wow, that wasn't even. You sometimes they do it on purpose. That was not all. Nick Aldis, he beat Kenny King probably like nine minutes or something. It was fine. And then and I, I watched. that was on the card? Um, Giselle Shaw, Naomi, sorry, Trinity was pretty good and the tag match with uh subculture yeah subculture and abc was very good so yeah. that's about i think all i've seen and then masha slamovich and um killer kelly were having a brawl through they don't have a match they were just brawling through the crowd and then killer kelly tried to choke her with a chain or something and till it was broken up but it was looking okay like yeah i don't know I'll, i may finish watching it i may not i heard mac could Macklin... have gone could have gone. It, act, is it, in, it's it funny, was in London. Because they keep referring to London, London, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, that London, yeah. not London. No, not, not like cool London, the London in Canada. Are you saying London, Ontario is not cool?
1: I mean, I can't think of anything notable
0: Is there. You've been there. I know I've been there. I can't You ate brunch of... with a chocolate fountain. You guys loved it. can't think of any like notable reason I've been there. No. We were visiting friends, and we ate breakfast in a weird not weird, just a random place that had a chocolate. Family. I remember that. And you yeah. were, and you and your brother were big fans. Yeah. But yeah, then well, of I, course. Anyways, I don't know. We should probably talk about some wrestling because we're mm-hmm. gonna be adding in previews of all three shows, right? Three, yeah. The one show. I'm two hoping shows we'll be today? like just in time to technically predict before Night Champions. It's at one our we're, time. Yeah, yeah. We should get there. Well, it'll be close anyway, so don't get spoiled. Don't be cheating on your predictions. Yeah. So we'll. Predict, well I've already locked them in. We'll predict NXT show. Um aews and main roster saudi blood money whatever it's called champions
1: Um, dollar nothing and Battleground. there you go
0: we'll talk about all of those in addition to our usual stuff so let's get into the usual stuff which is segment one where we talk about some of the week's news and rumors (laughs) i was telling you i do not have a ton of news this week there didn't seem to be anything super major but as always i do have ratings so we can start there NXT this week averaged 578,000 viewers, which is down 2.5% and earned 8.16 in the key demographic up 14.3%. And they, again, guess what they went head to head with. What's it been for weeks Basketball. and weeks now? Basketball and something else. Hockey.
1: Yeah, I was going to say hockey.
0: So conference, final games, Eastern conference in NBA Western in NHL. So stiff competition, decent numbers, I guess. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. I just, always tell you every week mm-hmm. what they are dynamite averaged eight hundred forty-six thousand viewers up 3.9 percent and earned a 0. 0.32 in the key demo which is up 14.3 they only went up against hockey which would be the lesser of those two stealing ratings right if you think basketball or hockey in the states yeah. up here different probably down there basketball would be stiffer competition than hockey i would
1: also think like that because i don't like either of them but basketball you... is slightly a little better It's
0: slightly less offensive yeah nice. oh, just a little yeah uh what do you have for uh us? the first
1: one i have was nick khan stating that wwe is open to adding a third hour to
0: SmackDown. i oh, know i heard that that's terrifying that's that would prevent me from watching it uh, that's exactly what i was going to say i would go from a person who if I heard it had been good the last few weeks, maybe checking it out to like no, three hours is daunting. Like I can't. I don't think I can do it. Well, that's like plus NXT. That's eight hours. They have a television a week, right? It's almost like they're trying to like one up or keep pace with AEW because they keep adding. Because they're now at what five? Yeah. So you got to. That's
1: like WWE already has five. They do, like, but got to have gonna,
0: more. They're gonna, Or I mean, they
1: already have actually. What is it seven then? Yeah. But like if you want to go across three shows. Yes. AW across three shows would have five. So,
0: right. They have five on two shows. WWE wins, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um, our favorite topic: CM Punk, the current is he or is he not coming back seems to be he is, right? Um, and that it's going to be at the debut of Collision, what we initially reported. And then there was like, no, no, apparently he's not. Maybe he is. Dave Meltzer, who knows how accurate he is. He's reporting that a final meeting between Punk and Tony Khan. Went well, and that there are a number of other issues worked out, including part of the agreement. Apparently, he's saying is that nobody will talk about the after. Sorry, the brawl thing after all out last year. Brawl that that out. is a unmentional, unmentionable. Apparently, well,
1: that sounds horrible. So
0: I yeah, it's. I was listening to someone else talk about it today. I don't remember who to give them credit, but that collision feels like it's going to be the the place for people who don't fit in like that can't get along or that want are causing problems sort of thing like all that like maybe even ftr heads over there because taxes podcast ruffled some feathers right and they They're seem to be punk that, people uh, i know he's done with it but that there's a segment we're, of fans just... that don't love ftr because of that, Why, and, that what? and anyone else that's unhappy with their time so andrada you complained you're on collision um who's the other one Miro you complained you're gonna be on collision like that sort of thing it's where the unhappy people or
1: yeah that's I'm not loving collision because it feels like I don't know if that's true it's like I don't know, obviously we like, haven't seen it but some that doesn't it, it sounds that feels unnecessary because like I, they do need more time because they have such a big roster but yeah. if this is ha- like it needs to be like an actual thing. like the fact that if it is just like people who are have issues so it's just like they go there then doesn't really like because most people are fine, I would assume. Yes. So most people aren't going to have to go hope. there. Right? Like, it, collision only works if it's like an actual, like, either an actual brand split or just like everyone going on mm-hmm. both. Because then, like, obviously not everyone, but like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. if it's just like people who like punk or people who have issues, then like, it's not really, I feel like it kind of won't be much of an outlet for people who need that more TV time. Yes. Cause which it- is what it should be. Like, I don't know. Like, the whole point of it being like the punk show like kind of just nullifies it a bit
0: like if that makes sense and if you have that many people who are unhappy or causing issues or whatever to support a roster why do you still have them there yeah like why are you employing 15 or 20 i don't know what would be on it right like who are unhappy or have some issues like just don't have them there would be my suggestion but yeah i don't
1: know the whole collision thing's kind of muddy like i don't I don't really care about it now because it's just weird. I don't. And I was telling you that
0: it's just really weird. The taping that's in Hamilton, which is about an hour and a quarter from us, I guess, is not selling tickets well. So we could still, I checked yesterday, like good seats would be like 48 bucks. There's like
1: nothing for the show yet. There's no one announced. There's like, you don't know really who's there. And you're just
0: doing one in Toronto, what the week before, right? So I don't know if it's like, if Southern Ontario is a hot enough market to support You know what I mean? And Forbidden Door. One that's outside of Toronto, too, which is where the whatever three million people live now. Because Hamilton's... Not that it's far from Toronto, but it's not Toronto. Yeah. And I know a lot of Toronto people that, like, don't have vehicles and stuff when they live in the city. So Mm -hmm. it's not as easy as hopping in a car and driving to Hamilton, you know? So anyways, I don't know. I'm The jury, I guess, is still out on Collision, right? But we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's a really weird situation. Just, like, I wish it was just a normal show. There's so many, like, caveats to it with the punk thing. Like, I don't just why can't it just be another show for people to go on you know and, it's just like
0: and the speculation is because they indeed announced that the first episodes in chicago that that's like the that's the that seals it right that it's definitely punk coming back so it seems like all indications are mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens anyways unfortunately what else you got for us
1: um i'll do this one because it's kind of related do that um, one then AEW is reportedly pushing orange cassidy harder as they're leveling up the international title so it can be a
0: focal point of collision Oh really? Well, I I would agree they are pushing him harder. I would agree they are leveling up the title, and we'll talk about that. I don't want run collision though. I like it the way it is. I do too.
1: I think that's I think it's pretty perfect.
0: Yeah, and, and that on Dynamite we're pretty much guaranteed an entertaining match almost every week. It feels like definitely I don't know. this week. Yeah, absolutely this week. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, I I don't want it to move because I just don't want it to move to the show I'm less likely to watch, right? Because I can't guarantee at least I'm not gonna... exclusively. I don't. Yeah, like
1: as, I guess if it's both, it doesn't really matter, but I would prefer it on Dynamite just because it's a really good thing. I agree. And I mean, I would argue you should keep the international title on TBS and you move the TNT title to Collision because Collision's actually on TNT. Whoa, whoa, that makes too much sense. So, like... Too much logic. Well, and then if you want to have
0: Wardlow have the title, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> he can wrestle
1: CM Punk again. I don't, I don't care.
0: Right. Um, the only thing I had, or no, I have two more things. I guess one is the eighteen of the twenty-one participants in the battle royal were confirmed. When you look today, was it still eighteen, or did they have it all? Was, of them? I counted it. it was twenty-one. It was all twenty, so I don't know who I'm missing from this because I checked a couple days ago. So obviously, on,
1: I'll pull up my graphic and I'll kind of cross-reference. Orange Cassidy, obviously.
0: Yeah. Keith Lee. I saw that. Swerve. Yeah. Big Bill. Mm-hmm. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. Trent Beretta. Uh yes. Tony Nice. Yes. Ari Davari. Uh huh. Josh Woods. Mm-hmm. Penta. Yes. Phoenix Wait, Bandido. I don't know if I saw Josh Woods, but uh sorry, Phoenix, Bandito, Butcher, Blade. Yeah, Sabian, Cage, mm-hmm. Dustin Rhodes.
1: I just I just, it's weird. I have everyone on here except Josh Woods. So I don't wanna maybe Wait, but you... you said you had twenty, so what, Okay, so I'll I'll rhyme it off and we'll see oh, the boy. differences. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, just, A baby. Just for fun. We'll see. Um so do you get Butcher and Blade? Yes. Okay. Uh you said Dustin Rhodes, Bandido. you didn't get commander? No. Kip Cole Mander, please. Kips, Kip Sabian. Yes, I got him. Uh, Juice Robinson.
0: No. So there's a d- couple um, different.
1: Yeah. So uh, so I have, you have to get Brian Cage. Yep. Okay, I don't remember what he said. So yeah, I have Butcher and Blade, Dustin Rhodes, Bandito, Best Friends, Lucha Bros. Um, I have Nissan Daivari, but no Josh Woods for some reason. This is just the graphic that they yeah. have. Uh, Cage and Swerve, uh, Moriarty, Morrissey, uh, both Bullet Club Gold guys, Sabian, Commander, Keith Lee, Starks. Do you get started? No. no. Weird. And Cassidy. Yeah. This is, I'm confused. I won't say.
0: I guess we'll save my prediction. But I, was I about guess about to say who I think's winning. But I, I guess won't. some of the bigger ones are probably the same. But I don't know.
1: I, yeah, I got my pick too.
0: Yep. But. So I don't know. I'm not a huge battle royal person. But sometimes they'll find ways to entertain me. So we can be hopeful. Only when there's a battle
1: royal title. That's Seems like, like a good I opportunity
0: care. to have Big Bill be a monster and eliminate a bunch of people.
1: Or you know, make Keith Lee look good. Or something, Imagine. Something crazy like that. Crazy. Yep, what else do you have? I have two more stories. Um, Cody Rhodes versus Gunther is an early consideration for WrestleMania 40 main event. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That would be cool. But then I have another thing that's, they're reportedly still interested in booking Cody versus Roman rematch in the future, which is good. Yes. Because then Cody could, I guess, face Gunther. But, and that's still the plan like True. for either this year or next year. And so that could make Cody face Gunther if Gunther wins the Rumble. I don't know, crazy. <laughs> um, but to me, it's interesting because in their infinite wisdom... W drafted them to separate brands. Right. Right. Yep. And that is a big issue because then you would think he can't win the title. And so I think. They just, know the brand split means nothing.
0: They I just, just thought of. I guess he him.
1: could have money in the bank. But yeah. then the, the only thing I could think of was the only feasible way I saw it working was if he wins the Rumble again, faces Roman Romania again, and then w- actually wins that time. I guess um, it's possible. And I don't know if I want that. I guess it's you a could, lot of agains. I guess you could do the Money in the Bank, and then, mm-hmm. but like, you can just give him a normal title win. Like, no, that, I don't really know if I want a, a thousand plus day reign ending to a Money in the Bank cash in. Because we just hit a thousand, right? Today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, congrats, Roman. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't. I think that would be kind of a lame way to end it. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want a theory to cash in. I mean, obviously that's theory, but like, yeah, I don't think I'd want anyone to cash in that. Because that's just kind of
0: kind of lame yeah it should be a prolonged build to something like yeah
1: uh, like they could have done I mean they could have done it already yeah I mean I I know like three thousand days is cool and I mean if they were so close I understand wanting to do that but like I don't know they could have just at least they could have drafted Cody to Smackdown and make it easier on themselves to like build to a SummerSlam
0: match I think it's gonna be another thousand days because they invented a title just to not have to have Roman the most sec- give it's, them up. It's a secondary title. It's it is. full. Uh, what else do I have? A couple injuries is all I have. Dakota Kai is to undergo surgery for a torn ACL and apparently it happened in the same match that um, Liv Morgan got hurt and that Dakota Kai hurt herself trying to protect the already injured Interesting. Liv Morgan on some it was sort funny. of move. I saw a post from like, Baylor and like her and you had, they were saying like, we'll
1: miss you Dakota or something. And I was like, did Dakota Kai die? <laughs> no. But, like, just surgery. Just an injury.
0: So it could be anything from six months to a year, and it's just they're saying that it looked like damage control were entering early phases of a split, right, with the way things sort of went down with Eo in her match. So
1: Now I don't know how that works.
0: Right, like how does do we sort of pause that, or do they go in a different direction? So too bad for Dakota, because we quite like her, although she's looked bad in some stuff too. So sometimes I think she looks awesome, and then other times I'm like, she doesn't look like she knows what yeah. she's doing. So... Anyways, um, she'll come back. She'll get a a nice reaction when she comes back. So hopefully, it goes well for her. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh yeah. Uh, so Will and Nightingale became the inaugural New Japan yeah, she did. Women's Champions. Yeah, so that's cool. But um, apparently, Marseille's Monet, the person she beat, F. K. Sasha Banks, uh, was supposed to win that, right. but then she got an ankle injury, which brought about an abrupt end and a changed outcome.
0: Yeah, I'm happy for willow like regardless of how she got it right yeah that's good because for her. Uh, it's good for her but unfor- i haven't heard of you the like i don't know how long i know i'm, out I'm pretty for. sure martinez
1: just signed an extended thing with new japan stardom yeah. though so i think at least she'll be around there for a while she will
0: for sure i just don't know how long yeah she's no, out of I, I i didn't i didn't see how long she's out for and my last one's an injury as well mark davis of aussie open um who did we talk about news that they're That uh, was one of my things yeah they're, so they're yeah now they're all elite which is awesome for us. that
1: was that's that was really cool i was surprised i saw that before we watched that. i mean i was like i was i don't know i was that kind of came too. out of nowhere and i mean because i
0: hadn't heard that they were like free agents or looking to leave or whatever so it's awesome. I mean, it's aw snub wwe right there as people who really enjoy aussie open um that's we great news for uh, us Yeah, osprey Unfortunately, Mark Davis, the powerhouse of Ozzy Open, had arthroscopic surgery on his knee for a torn meniscus. And so, yeah, they vacated both the New Japan and IWGP titles, right? Because um, they couldn't make their already advertised defenses. Did you hear whose both titles are up for grabs at Dominions? Do you know who it is? Evil and Yujiro Takahashi taken on Goto and Yoshihashi. Like for both titles? It's, yeah, for both. So it doesn't thrill me that match not that i'm up on new japan japan by any means but i know who all of those people are and it doesn't really I, <laughs> excite I me i think i do it yeah. doesn't move the needle for me but anyways i'm Yuzaro not up on
1: it. is wait you takahashi yeah he's cool the one from bullet club uh, i believe so he's like the, not not the junior heavyweight guy no okay so yeah i'm thinking of the right one like he had the tokyo pimps move and he oh he, no that i don't guy. think it is that one is it haruma it's Yujiro. Like, oh, yeah, Yujiro. You're right. Yujiro, like, he was... He had the team with, um, I think, Naito, yeah. like, a while back. I just don't love Evil or Goto at this point. I don't um, God, I don't I don't think Yoshihashi's gonna... And he's all right. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. It's not... Neither of those are banner teams. No. So, Ozzy Open signed,
0: but then got... Half of them got hurt. So, do you have any other news? I am yeah, done. It
1: kind of sucks for them. That's, like, New Japan's so That's one of the best teams they have I, I agree they're one of the best teams anywhere i think yeah in my opinion um because i'm done Um, uh, my last one was yeah
0: jordan grace has reportedly left impact falling under siege yes and her contract expiring i i'm assuming she lost to Perazzo on that card and the stip was she would never be able to face Perazzo again and she did on the part of Under Siege, I watched. She had a little promo where it's like, "Where, kind of like, what do I do if I don't beat her?" Sort of thing. Yeah, so leave. Right, I'm going home or whatever. The Take classic. Take my thing. ball and go so home. Interesting to see where she'll go. She's cool in the ring and like obviously quite different from a lot of people because she's just a massive powerhouse. Not very good speaking, but I'm sure she can work pretty much wherever she wants to at this point. Yeah, she will show up at NXT.
1: She'll definitely end up somewhere in NXT. Or... Could be
0: for a little bit, I think, because they'll be like, oh, we need to work on her character in promos, which is true, no doubt. But anyways. Mm. All right. Well, we've got a busy show lined up, so we should probably get into it. We'll talk about first this week's, I guess it was Wednesday night's episode of AEW Dynamite. (music) All right. Let's uh, start talking about Dynamite. starts off strong. In both of our opinions, I'm
1: pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Starts off pretty hot with Orange Cassie defending the international championship against Kyle Fletcher. Yes. Uh, Open. We
0: just talked about him quite a bit on his own, obviously, with his partner injured. So he gets a singles match here, which mm-hmm. I was pretty happy to see. I like yeah. Kyle Fletcher. Yeah, he came really high out of the gate. I think Cassie was like <laughs> taking off his
1: jacket or something. I don't know. He was in the corner. And Fletcher just charged at him and smashed him in the face with an enziguri in the corner. That just looked... That looked really sick right it, off the bat. It just,
0: was a, yeah, it looked great. We it watched just, it twice.
1: Yeah, because
0: you missed it the first time. I was just
1: like, that was a big reaction for me. I yeah, was, I thought
0: I had time to like get my note ready, whatever, As and then no, boom. No, he just right, away. Him right in the face.
1: And then followed the brain buster for two. That that
0: was a nice looking brain buster. That was a good like. I'm a sucker for a brain buster. That's a
1: good, like, um. if you're going to do like a right away near fall, that's yeah, not yes. a bad way to do it.
0: Yeah, a very believable like eight second win
1: or whatever, yeah. you know, possibly. Potential. But no um there's a suicide dive from fletcher uh, he was talking to the crowd on the turnbuckles and then kind of shoved him off and he uh kind of like flipped over hitting his back off the apron uh there's a beach break on the outside from cassidy uh later on fletcher to stalling suplex in the ring for two uh cassidy got some nice height on a stun dog millionaire and then spiked fletcher with a the tilt-a-world d it looked great yeah he sold that like perfectly uh, Fletcher caught Cassie out of a diamond cross the and then spun him into a sick Michinoku driver for two. Like maybe.
0: a spinning, leaping Mitsunoku driver. That's how you do it. It, was it looked It was pretty awesome. crazy
1: looking. Um Fletcher hit that corner Insegiri kind of thing again. Um The same thing from the start of the match. But then when he went for the brain buster again, Cassie had to scout and hit a brain buster of his own. And they were both down for a bit. They beat the ref's count. And then Cassie was hitting the lazy strikes. Then he hit a real super kick and a Michinoku driver of his own for two. Uh, Fletcher rolled through on the pin, lifts him up, kind of deadlift, uh, into a tombstone. Uh, hits a tombstone pile driver, but then, um, he held on and then got back up and hit a spinning tombstone. Yeah. for a near fall. So kind of, pair of
0: tombstones there. And I know people are gonna complain like two tomb two pile drivers should pin anyone. That's rec- I don't care, man. This is fun stuff for me. We're not those people, right? Like, mm-hmm. bring on all the high impact moves. I don't care.
1: Yeah, no, I don't have an issue. That, that was that was really cool too. And I was surprised he was able to even do that. Uh there's an avalanche Michinuku driver from Fletcher for another near fall. Uh he went for a hammerlock power driver. He uses as his finisher. He calls Grimstone. I think is what they said. They did. Uh but Cassie counters and spikes Fletcher with the D U T. And then we, when the finish, uh Fletcher went for it again, but then Cassie
0: countered again with a roll up and he got away with the win. Uh, I You're gonna say the same. I thought this match was awesome. Fletcher looked fantastic in this and I talked about it in the moment, right? There's something about the way he wrestles that I really enjoy. It's like this steady pace with everything looking crisp, right? Like strikes look good, kicks look good, and then a lot of high impact stuff. He's not working a million miles an hour, but I really like it. Everything looks really clean and forceful he looked i thought he looked dominant in this and cassidy is like mastering that role of like the resilient underdog right he keeps winning all these matches that he shouldn't be winning because he's nursing so many injuries from having so many Mm -hmm. matches back to back to back right so it's a story that's really really working for me yeah um so i think it's gotten better over time because i wasn't really feeling the early parts of his reign yeah and i quite like it it's like oh he was selling his hand for a couple weeks oh then it's a knee then it's now it's probably gonna be his back right so this was cool offense and cool counters with Cassidy getting little counters in and quick little flurries. And the finish keeps, I think, helps Fletcher, right? Because it wasn't one of Cassidy's finishing moves necessarily that got the win. So um I, this has been a great title run for Cassidy. I care so much more. I wrote all Atlantic title, but it's now the international, right? Than the TNT. And I know you agree with me, yeah, right? It's, it's just
1: got such a a better presentation now like Right
0: and I'm not a super mega orange cassidy fan to be honest but I think this has been perfect for him and when he does finally lose it'll be a big deal right because he has added to the prestige of this title by defending it so many times and having mm-hmm. so many good matches mm-hmm. Yeah I thought it was a great opener
1: I was expecting something good but I think this exceed my expectations a bit um, I love Ozzy Open, but Fletcher really surprised me here because I thought he looked phenomenal. He did. I figured it would be good, but like I was kind of iffy on it just because like, we've never seen one of them on their own. Right. So um, I was a little like unsure about it, but he, man, did he impress here? It was awesome. I was instantly in when he just came charging Cassidy and casting just smashed him right away because he nailed him. Uh, it was just from strength to strength for Fletcher, um, literally in some spots. mm mm-hmm. um, he really got the time to shine here, and you can maybe complain that Cassie didn't get enough in here, and he only got like little flurries, but, but that's I think the that story that worked fine, and it benefits the story as yeah. well. I think it works for him barely making it with the win uh Fletcher doesn't look at all weak taking the loss here it looked he he looked awesome here he was just hitting a bunch of crazy awesome stuff um impressive debut like this reminds me of. Tyler Russ. Oh my! Oh, you did tell
0: me your notes yeah. took a turn to Tyler. Rust. I'm
1: disappointed they never got him in for like an international title match. I think that yeah. would have been cool because he would have been able to dissect Cassidy a decent bit. Or, yep. um, you know how they brought in Thatcher. Remember, like I, I think he could have been brought in for Danielson's run of matches. That would have been cool. That that would have been. I was. That worked. I was rewatching some good old Tyler Russ. That would have been cool. <laughs> I don't. He just he's just dropped off the face of the Biggest earth. Biggest Tyler Russ fan, maybe in the world. Yeah, right I here. love Tyler Russ. Tyler Russ is awesome uh i rewatched his debut a couple of days ago it's still sick kind of similar vibes with it champa, was, yeah, the yeah, champa that match. Match yeah that match was, was
0: that was cool surprisingly good
1: yeah anyways this was sick um fletcher looks awesome here and match of the night for me i think Ma- you I- yeah definitely not not far and away the match of the night um i mean depending on how long davis is out fletcher can
0: clearly survive on yep, his own for a you bit can. i don't i wouldn't mind him like coming. in do the in dante there. martin get all kinds of hype on a little bit of a singles run. He didn't win a ton of matches along the way either, but no. he got lots of exposure. And Neither does Takesha so. and I love Takesha. Right, exactly.
1: Uh, I don't know what else Fletcher can do, but like you can just kind of random TV matches. As long as he stays on Dynamite, I'm good because I don't. Really, I'm not going to see him on Rampage probably. No. Um, and like, I he can't really challenge for another title because there's tag titles, trio titles doesn't work, and I don't really want him to face Wardlow. Right. Cause no. That's just a death sentence. Yes. Um, anywho. Next is Ricardo Starks it was. speaking with Renee. It was. Uh, so she asked what's going after the DQ and Ricky says people think he lost his cool or acted out of emotion but he didn't uh, and he says every single time he gets beat down by the two of them and he says if nobody will do anything about it then he'll take matters into his own hands and he says he's refocusing on the Blackjack Battle Royal at double or nothing and what he can do to two he can do to 20 and he's going to take the title then he gets jumped by Juice Robinson and then Jay White joins in and they Juice beat him. Juice Robinson's down. a maniac. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was funny. Juice was just <laughs> yelling at him the whole time and yeah. screaming and yelling at him. Ricky. Yeah. It
0: was, yeah.
1: It was so funny. He is funny. Uh, and then when he took over the being again, Jay White was mocking his pose. Like for a little segment, I thought this was pretty enjoyable. Just because they are uh, entertaining. But both of those guys were really entertaining here. Uh, Juice is a really wacky dude, but he's funny.
0: He reminds me of like Jack Black was a wrestler. I know he was not a leprechaun, but, Jaleighi, like, actually, but like, like a wrestler. He's just so over the top, it does make me laugh. And I really like Jay White. I just... And when he gets screen time, it's good. I just think he should be doing something more important than yeah, this. Uh,
1: I th- I'm hoping it's just like a starter thing. But yeah,
0: this was super quick and I thought it was entertaining. I think in the near
1: future, maybe he could be on to bigger things. But uh, I'll... 100%. I'll talk about that later. And they need to sort of elevate
0: Juice, too. As yeah. a little More than just a lackey. I, I wouldn't like.
1: hate... I don't, if they develop more, they could be an interesting
0: tag team. They could. I agree. And I that's would, a way to get... Um, Sort of juice elevated, I think, too.
1: I would almost rather, though, you get juice a different partner and you have black, no, yes, it's not black, Bull, bullet club gold as a faction because, yes. like, I, I, I'd like these guys together, but I'd like it to feel like a Bring faction. Bring in Hickaleo?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Well, actually, Jay White uh, was facing be careful because you said so Hick-tip. many things last night at that indie show that immediately happened, right? You either the well, actually, I would either jinx things or, right. uh,
1: like, Hikaleo will never show up in AEW, but yep. actually, he already did. Hickaleo won't come back, will never, yeah, hopefully. Hickaleo H- 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 won't defeat Orange Cassidy for the international Imagine. championship and show up as a mystery 22nd entrant in the Blackjack Battle royal. can't. 22 yeah. in a Blackjack. That'd be cheating. No, it's, um, what's it? I forget he what it's busted. Bust, yeah, he'll be the bust. And He'll the, bust the whole thing. He might. Yeah. I forgot. and I know because I played Blackjack on GTA, but. Yes. I forgot what it was called. Busted? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next, we get a promo from Jungle Boy. Um, he was talking about his journey to make it to the Double Nothing main event, and he says the ring has given him a purpose and lets him live the life that he chooses to live. And he says he's going to become world champion.
0: Yeah, a pretty simple, serious promo. I thought he sounded fine. I don't know why he needed to mention Christian in the middle of it. That seemed like a detour to me, but
1: yeah, that's what he did last year. Yeah, was I forgot they
0: uh, he was they were tag champs last year. They would
1: right. been in the three way. Yes, I uh, right. that was like I think that was the one with Swerve and our glory and. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Team uh, Team Taz, remember that was when oh, boy. Team Taz were our title challengers. Oh yeah! Oh, wow, Taz. that feels like a long time ago. It does feel like a long time ago. Cause, I almost like forgot. Starks was a heel.
0: They were. Just, he was still teaming with Hobbs. Yep. Hobbs was like, that's so weird. Which I think Starks and Hobbs had more legs than they gave it as a team.
1: Uh, yeah, that was. They were. Like, you have just,
0: the speed and mouth guy, and then the silent powerhouse. Just, I think just it's just fine. Just
1: before the um, and they could have been absolute power. Right. And like. That's not a that that's a thousand times better than Swerving Our Glory or Correct. Naturally Limitless, Correct. which is Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee. Just so you, just so we're clear, <laughs> um, but like that feels so long. They were a good team, and it was I funny know. they started to build them up like more, uh, as they like just before they got split. Like they got like they had two title challenges. I remember they were in the one with swerving our glory and drask express at double yep. nothing which they didn't win and then there was the one at fighter fest which swerving our glory won that's when they won the titles that was the boxing team taz and them like i, I don't know that was an, like that was, when, that was the same day punk won the title uh the first time like, and that their feels, singles runs haven't been yeah that feels like ages just put I, them back together i wouldn't hate it i mean i do like starks as a face i will say that but mm-hmm. i also i like that stage of team taz when they didn't when they weren't complete losers,
0: yeah. Team Taz, there was a dark period for them. For there sure. definitely was. They but, were like the same as the factory and whatever else. Yeah, that it.
1: iteration of Team Taz that was really good. Yep. And that wasn't too far off from uh, when Jurassic Express defended against the Box and Red Dragon. That was fun too. It that whole fun. storyline was cool too. I miss Red Dragon. Me too. Anywho, circling <laughs> back <laughs> to Digression. circling back to current tag teams, um, we have nice. FTR. Speaking words they to are. my face mm-hmm. through a TV with microphones in their hands. Like, hey, we pile-drived you, so what? Get over it. <laughs> get over it. People get dropped on their heads
0: all the time. Right, like friends. Friends pile-drive friends, man. Yeah, you can pile-drive me. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll remember that. It's on the record that he said I can pile-drive them.
1: <laughs> uh, Cash uh, said that Jerry and Lethal have of them every step of the way, and you can't take that away from them. He says they've been lucky, but double-nothing, their luck runs out. Uh, Dax said that Jeff has broken many guitars and still can't remain relevant. He said that the head tag division are gonna be some rejects from TNA. He told Jeff to call the Queen of the Mountain, not referring to Karen Jarrett but Dixie Carter. Ooh,
0: Ooh. Dixie Carter reference. Yeah, because people get that. I got that. I don't know how many people are aware of dixie carter but maybe a lot maybe more than i think you dissing dixie carter never 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 are you sure I,
1: that sounded nope that sounded bad she's gonna be a guest on the show dixie next carter. week yeah.
0: oh sweet first ever interview is dixie
1: dixie carter. dixie carter
0: all right <laughs> that makes sense wait we could have interviewed who was it fred rosser fred rosser is gonna say darren young we had that opportunity declined make fns great again declined
1: yeah <laughs> um uh then Mark Briscoe came out, uh and Cash told Mark not to let them make Mark look stupid. He said three times they went to hell and back with uh the Briscoes. And now they go to hell with him. Um Dax apologized to Mark for the pile driver. and Mark pushed his hand away. He slapped Dax in the face and Cash was kinda of playing Peacemaker and Mark left. Uh Mark went up the ramp and he pushed Karen and Sandra away and then slapped Jarrett, who took that pretty well, I'll say that. <laughs> um Mark told Lethal that he's his boy, but he's getting tired of this. Uh and that was it
0: yeah i don't know i wasn't a huge fan of this they were just like cheap shots with the tna and dixie carter stuff and like, cast
1: caster did better
0: whose side is mark briscoe on is not a super captivating story for me i don't know but i
1: thought this was an in a better way of like because they always do, like, the, the ref's going to call it down the middle. But yeah. I think this is a different way of approaching it. Because, like, instead of him being, like, at peace with both of them, he's kind of annoyed at yeah, both of them. So he, he's indifferent to, like... I guess. I, like, I didn't... I'm not saying this is my favorite thing ever. But that's at least a different way of getting an impartial referee. That's true. Right?
0: So I didn't hate that, I, at least. I struggled to focus on this a little bit. Because I'm oh, not I, super I into got, it. I
1: borrowed from TJR, so... And, yeah, and FTR, I, I don't... It, I love no. them, but this
0: isn't what I want This is them.
1: not the first feud I wanted for them um like i thought the best part was mark briscoe slapping people it's like, almost it looked
0: good it's almost like the feud with diy and ftr has just and then also the bucks too right like that's all i want for ftr is some super awesome feud with another really really talented tag team right where mm-hmm. they can have a series of matches and i'm fine with seeing all of them i
1: feel like that's not even a lot, too much to ask Like, or even like right a be- just
0: a bet like an act this is not a team i know and so they need to hopefully retain we'll get into our predictions i guess they need we need ozzy open back that and yes that agree. will be legendary like that you could build into something and again i'm fine with three four matches between the two of them over like a six month span it's like a lengthy feud between amazing teams i wish
1: we could get diy and aww because that feud amazing.
0: just spoiled me so now everything that's the benchmark right yeah. for ftr stuff and they it's didn't, just like they haven't even had
1: like a in my opinion, they haven't had a full proper feud with the Bucks. They had like their No, I would agree. Remember they had the feud in twenty twenty. That was that was when the Bucks were kind of weird. Remember? They've their matches, were, they the... were they were doing that. Remember they were doing like the weird kind of like face heel, yes. the weird thing, and the... that match was great. Of I course. remember because I remember the finish when Cash went for the four fifty, like they broke the right. no flips, no fists. Like, I thought that finish was amazing. And it cost them, yeah. I, I'll always remember that finish. Yep. And then they had the second match. I think it was it was just after uh they won the ROH tag titles. Because I remember it was for the AAA and ROH tag titles and they had a match with the Bucks, just like on TV when the Bucs were still heel. Right. And FTR were like kind of face. And that was great too. I remember liking that a lot too. But like, I feel like we haven't gotten like a true proper program with those teams. Like I feel like the 2020 feud was kind of like, it was kind of off the back of all the internet, like who's the best. And like, it was good, but it kind of got marred by the Bucks. That that being a weird time for the Bucks, Yeah. So I think like, I would argue, I mean, obviously the timing is nowhere near right with both of these teams being pretty far on the babyface side, mm-hmm. but I, I would argue we still need a proper Bucks FTR feud at some point, so you could definitely run that, and then Aussie Open, and then, like, I would, I mean, you could do Lucha Bros if you turn one of them heel, or you do a face feud, I don't really care. Yeah. That could work. And then, like... I really where's Santana? We need Prime Powerful back. That would be amazing. We need them back because they were they were awesome back in the day.
0: I've heard someone speculating that FTR will go heal and join Punk for a little faction.
1: I would I can't I would hate that.
0: <laughs> I knew you would. But yeah, I just I don't know. I wanna watch FTR in the ring and I just uh, tag division, we've talked about it for whatever weeks, a month more than it's that. A it's a not. Bit, it's a bit in limbo right now. Where we want it, yeah,
1: yeah. And I do like the signing of Aussie Open because I think that's a good start if you want to start rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely, like I said, a great addition.
0: But um, we still need some work. And I know I was never a fan of the rankings in some ways, but at least it was a way of sort of seeing contenders and a way of seeing if people deserve to be. Yeah. Although I don't know if they did the rankings the best, but anyways, it's just kind of now like why do why are Jarrett and Lethal getting title shots? Why? Yeah, it's not, and it's What's in like a weird spot. Like I'm,
1: I'm, like the rankings were like they were kind of dumb, but they kind of like were. I kind of like
0: there was at least a same... framework for matches being set up and stuff. Right,
1: they at least had to like get
0: in the top five. Right, I mean it in practice, like, at least. they weren't doing it the best, but in theory, I get. The point of having them, yeah, in hindsight, I
1: would kind of like them to have it, like you know, like they haven't done it since like August or something. But, like, I it is a little helpful because, like, I'm I'm agreeing too. Why do we why in the hell for the third time in a row, too? This is like they challenge the acclaim, they challenge the guns, they challenge FTR. Why I know it's
0: Jeff, what are they they've not done anything? Just respect to Jarrett's, whatever. I was watching. (laughs) I was just watching some old TNA from I want to say 2005 or something and he's there like were they still doing pay-per-view I can't remember is that still the so, weekly yeah. pay-per-view or no mm, I can't remember mm. I was just randomly pulled yeah he up was like the, to watch it
1: he had his reign of terror in conjunction with Triple H because he was running TNA right. so he had he was like the constant like if he, he got he, if he lost the title he'd like lose it back or he'd win yeah, it back in, like, a little bit because he like dropped it to like Rhino and like R-Truth got it
0: for a bit and like book yeah. yourself to win yeah
1: hmm. battle arts
0: <laughs> that, that, the, yeah that was funny last night at the indie show we went to one of the owners came out and they dedicated the new arena because they converted an old library i think it was into their facility anyways so he is the owner and one of the trainers i think too and then he put himself in a main event hardcore match so we got our first live indie like blood hey in that one yeah. he bled pretty good whoever the guy was i didn't catch his name
1: and i missed the bleeding item
0: yeah the blading would have happened right at our feet because we were front row yeah and we weren't paying attention it, it was right there too because he got a seen. chair thrown in his face which looked pretty good actually like the the guy had basically had his hand on my lap as he was picking up the chair and then threw it it looked pretty good but yeah mm-hmm. we missed the bleeding yeah. but anyways anyways Sorry, we've, yeah we've digressed quite. A bit
1: uh so next we get sammy guevara with renee Uh, She says that MJF said that the offer still stands for Sammy to lay down, take the pin, and take the big check that was offered to him many weeks ago. Here's all the heel things you could do, Sammy. What's your response to this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sammy says he knows MJF will watch this, and he says, hell no. He says MJF can't buy everything, and Sammy isn't for sale. He says everyone's tried to buy him out of his dreams, and he's told them all to shove it up their asses, and he's made it, and he will be the man to take the AEW title from MJF and another I thought like another super baby face promo I think it yes. sounds good I'm not I'm not agree I'm not complaining I'm just saying why is he in jazz
0: right and where because he's not winning obviously where do you so go So where do we go after this is that's... it just like he drops all this isn't back in jazz <laughs> I'm or a much more are we just supposed to forget he was in jazz and he's a solo baby face? I mean, I guess he could go back to jazz with babyface tendencies and eventually work his way I guess out of I'll there. Do the Garcia thing, but as a story, he but actually get out. Yeah, it's like week after week after week. Now he is not a heel, so I'm curious as well. It yeah, is... I thought this was fine. None of the final promos ahead of the pay per view really. Like, I don't think added yeah. much or pushed anything I think further. Between but... this and
1: the elite thing, like, because the last, the final segment of last week's show was awesome. Yes, it was. I think last week could have been the go home.
0: I agree. Because this is just like, it's giving them more opportunity to speak, and that's fine. But it's not really adding anything. I would have just done last week's show, but
1: put the Fletcher match in, and then that would be the go home. And mm-hmm. then last week could have been something else. Like, what was, what was last week's opener? I'm just, I'm looking. Last I'm trying week's to find my opener? Oh, I don't know. Why I, I wanna um, I can find it start, while you talk. Start working. Start working. You just keep talking. I'll find it. I my thing's frozen now. Wait. Oh, I got it right now. What What was the opener? The opener was probably the, something not AEW was Dynamite. It was, Wardlow, it was solid. Wardlow oh. talking. What's opening it, match?
0: Big Bill and Moriarty. Oh yeah, Allen see and
1: Cassidy. Point proven. We could have just like taken Cassidy out of that and given Darby Allen something else instead of Roddy's match, and then you know, just. Or, yeah, you just put the Fletcher match in last week. That's your go-home. You just Boom. want
0: Fletcher match every week at this point.
1: Fletcher can face Darby Allen next week. They could. That would also be sick. Anywho, next we get our open house match for the Trios Championship. Uh, house of Black and defending against Metalik, Blake Christian, and AR Fox. Mm-hmm. And so the dealer's choice is that they chose Lutotagral. So it's just like... Which I like. You don't need tags. I think you still can, right? But like you can right. just go in and out if you need to. Like Yeah, if
0: anyone whoever's it, in the ring for that team is legal. And then yeah, if someone goes out of the ring, you just send the new person in. Mm-hmm. That person out Which of the ring. They rings. did make use of. They did early on, and then I feel like they kinda I wish they would have used it more because I like the idea of Lucha Rules sometimes, yeah. not all the time. Yeah. And they use it a lot at the beginning and then not so much. But anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. Um there's a sharp back elbow from black to Fox, remember? It was awesome. That looked yeah, killer. It did.
1: Uh, there's a corner splash and a beelot fox from King. Uh, Black caught Metalik diving with a knee strike. Uh, there's stereo dives from Metalik and Christian. Uh, Fox hit an implosion sent on to the outside. Uh, Murphy hit a curb stomp, which Fox looked dumb setting them up, but the he took the curb he stomp. He did ball, look so. silly
0: waiting for it, but the impact was fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
1: pretty much worth it. Yep. Uh, Murphy locked Fox in the inverted cloverleaf, which was interesting. Right, because that's his. Are they? they just together, not married. Yeah, they're just together. Yeah, with Rhea Ripley, right? So yeah, kind that's of Ripley's move, borrowed from her. Medley tried to save, make the save, but Black put him in a an knee bar, and so then the finish came when Christian was trying to break Murphy's submission with super kicks. He just kept kicking in the face, and Murphy was selling it, but like he just kind of kept yeah. holding on until King uh, carried him over the rope, Blake over the ropes, and then did like he did like the hanging sleeper, yeah, off on the apron, uh, and then eventually Fox tapped to Murphy, and the house retained, and kind of like they all
0: had submissions at the end. We didn't get. Um the finisher I love from Brody King, that's names escaping me. Gonzo
1: bomb. Is it? Or the Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. That's
0: a tag one. Yes. Uh, So yeah, I mean, this was not a super long match. I thought it was fun, predictable outcome, obviously. And I thought Blake Christian's selling was pretty good in here. Some stiff looking offense, nothing super special, right? Just building house of blacks resume. Uh, Again, the lucha rules I wish could, would have come into play a little bit more later on, but uh, yeah, like, and the lighting was cool this time, right? It was a little bit different. The yeah, the crowd lighting. I don't know how you like, describe it. It was like there was like bands of light going through the crowd. Bands of light, yeah, sort of like was, curved. Yeah, kind of the curved best bands. way I could like say it. It was different. It looked man. cool, but, but like,
1: without being, we were saying like, we're, yeah, like it's not like bathing the whole thing. Exactly in color. So the it's word like, I was going to use. It's mostly just incorporating black, incorporating uh, black and white. Yes, right. So it works really well. But and it's not like,
0: affecting the action. The way no, the action the max looks. looks fine still,
1: and it looks, it looks. Unique, but also it actually looks cool because the fiend lighting
0: was freaking stupid. It's like the backdrop's different, but the stage is the same. You're saying, uh, what was it, Gallus? Gallus this week were in like green, I assume it was. Uh, it's either green or yellow, being colorblind. Uh, probably but, green, knowing them. Uh, yeah, so they were doing the whole like bathed in a green light and it looked silly. Yeah. Whereas like, this looks kind of cool.
1: I'm, the fiend was brutal because remember, he had, they had the Hell in a Cell match and the cell was red right. too. So it was just like too much.
0: I hate the red hell in this,
1: although I'm so glad they got rid of mania this year, but, like, the red lighting and the red cell is just... A lot. Horrible. A lot of red. That's just the... It's horrible. But, like, yeah, and, like, remember Sin had the weird lighting? Like... He did. His wasn't as bad, if I Because it was kind of, like, the yellow light around. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't as bad, but I remember people still, like... I've heard like people complain about it still, like it was weird. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think the House of black lighting works really well. I, I do too. I really like it. It creates a cool, different atmosphere.
0: I agree. I liked it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a solid outing for the House. I think the open house matches are a cool kind of semi-regular thing to have on TV. This, in conjunction with international title matches, I think works really well. Um, The only thing I just realized is like I do want, I'm excited for someone good to be Cassie, but then I feel like it won't be the same like that, and that, that's going to kind of suck. I know, it'll be the Cassie's, end of this.
0: I want someone else to have the title, but at the same time, I don't. I agree, you know, and I if you'd said I was gonna feel that way about Orange Cassidy a while ago, I'd have been like probably not. No, because I right? remember being kind of disappointed but... when he
1: beat Pac. but I yeah. think all in all, it's been a worthwhile. Like he's done, he's done much more for the title than Pac did, because like I mean, I already talked about this, and it's a little bit of veering off again, but like <laughs> we do that. If you're a regular listener, you know. But like when Pack had the title, like I thought it was kind of cool him going around defending on like different indies, like yeah. around the world but at the same time it kind of irked me just because like i get that as it being like the inner like or all atlantic but all atlantic international it's the same kind of purpose right so we'll just say international for this purpose but like i understand it for that reason but to me like it kind of irked me because it's it's an AEW title so i don't like to me that means you can just like i know it's international but like you can defend against international opponents like kyle fletcher and like bandito and whatever Mm -hmm. right but you keep it in AEW, and then when like you go to Toronto, you defend it, which makes sense. Or when or they to go England. to when they go to like yeah London or wherever that is, you defend it there. If right. You, if they go to Mexico or Japan or wherever, then you can defend it. And like I think I don't mind it being away sometimes, but like Pac for me took it away too long. And then he defended against Kip Sabian and Orange Cassidy. And those all I are remember.
0: and the matches I watched one of them in a, an indie. And they they all aired on Dark, right? But they so. really yeah, and so they were kind of. And they like, were readily available, but I wasn't going to go find them. It was put cool it that like he
1: was defending around the place, but A, I'd like to keep an AEW, which Cassidy's done a,
0: obviously a great job of, and like Cassidy gets better competition keeping an AEW. Ooh. You know what I mean? Fantasy book, Pac comes back as a mega, mega heel and wants his title back, and that's the big feud for Cassidy. I would watch that. You could. Anytime. You could. I, I miss
1: Pack. I would like to. I would like Pac to have a title run actually here because he was away me from too. most of it. Like I don't know, it just kind of hurt me. I just love Pac. Give me more Pac. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, back to the point. I like having this and the international title matches is like kind of regular, like high spot on TV. Absolutely. Right. Like it's a, it's something that you can pretty much always look forward to. Yep. Every week,
0: which um, I thought was going to be the TNT title, and it has been in the past with certain people, Darby, but like Darby Allen. It's his even was really Sammy short, but was like, doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, Sam and Darby, like, Darby, more recently, like, his was really short, though, like, his was, yeah. like, a mini Orange Cassidy run, but, like, I still really like that, and I remember, like, at the time, I liked that a lot better than Cassidy, I think Cassie's mm-hmm. obviously done a lot better, because they've given him the time to do it. Yeah, but yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, and I, I like having these regular high spot, like, things that I really like, and, Me like, too. it makes the titles mean something, because, like... Cassie's defending all the time. He's still making out with it. Like, and it's making it, like, kind of worthwhile. It's, I think it's, like, because the whole thing where he wanted everyone to come in or, like, talk to him, I think I like that better than the whole Wesley thing.
0: Like, I think his thing is solid, too. The it is.
1: fighting champion stick, but I think Cassie's doing a lot better.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, he's definitely selling the wear and tear aspect more than right, Wesley Right, Wes is, is. just kind of, like, everyone's He's up for it all the like, time. He's yeah. just, yeah. I think yeah.
1: Cassie, it, it makes more sense. Um, anyways, I thought the lucha tag rules were a really cool choice for the dealer's choice stipulation because, like, it helped to make it more unique and, like, that feels like a logical kind of thing because, like, we were saying, like, the no Julie Hart rule last time was, like, that's a fine choice, but it's kind of weird. You've got to
0: pick something that benefits you, And right? it
1: was kind of a cop-out because Julie Hart just wrestled, so she mm-hmm. probably wasn't going to be there anyways. Right. Um, and, like, so this one I thought was interesting because it made it feel different. It benefits Metal Leak being a luchador right. or whatever, and, like, it, it was just kind of cool. Uh the face has got a solid amount in the house looked dominant enough in the end. Um, and I think it worked all around. I thought the finish was cool and the lighting continues to look sweet. Yep. So I th- thought this was solid. Um next there was a bit of an Elite versus Blackpool package. Uh there's just clips from previous segments and last year's Anarchy in the Arena as well as a brief talking head from JR. Um I thought it was an SL package. There wasn't a lot to it.
0: Yeah, it was and then it was just straight into the interviews. It and, looked cool. And yeah. it reminded me
1: I would like them to play Mox's theme for half of the, <laughs> the match again. That was, that made us laugh quite that a bit. That was my favorite time. thing ever. That was like, this like, arena wide brawl playing out to wild things. Exactly, that was the, <laughs> for was so quite weird. a while. That was like, it was at least half of the match, yep. I feel like, it was, it, it was like, I, you keep thinking it was gonna end, but it just no, just, kept, it just going. kept going. I'm amazed at how long that went for, like it had to be at least like, 20 minutes or something, Like it was, it was nuts. <laughs> uh anywho we cut right to a blackpool promo in the backstage uh you know show you in the locker room uh Dan soon is speaking about how their first objective is to win the always Tag Towers tonight which is Yuta and claudio uh facing the lucha brothers and that'll be the main event uh then their second objective is to end the elite uh in anarchy in the arena Then Moxley spoke saying that they uh, they do this job the way it's meant to be done and there's nobody better than them um you wonder if they're willing to step up and deliver when it counts. I said that this Sunday they will deliver and they will see you'll see the difference between professionals and amateurs.
0: Yeah, I thought both guys sounded great here. They have different styles, but it works together and Mox was going with the quiet confidence here rather than like the raving lunatic sort of thing, which I like I don't mind either for him to be honest, either depending works, yeah. on the situation. But yeah, these guys continue to just be a super cool faction, so I like this.
1: Yeah, I like what both of them said. It was cool and like the calm intimidation works. And I like their formula, like dancing kind of starts it off and Me then too. Mox wraps it up because they're both super reliable on the mic, so I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Uh next we hear from MJF. Uh he like spat some drink or commentary. I don't remember what that was, but he was like spat something at them.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. On the to Tony, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, MJ said that when you look around this arena, the, um, they should change the name to Virgin Vegas. Uh, He trashed uh, the rest of his opponents at Double Nothing, and said so he's fully aware of how important and monumental it is for the four of them to be in the main event. He said that they've been here since day one, and they weren't on national TV for, for years prior, in reference to Moxley. I was like, he's like, we're not like your favorites who were on TV prior, prior. and then I was like, damn it. He got me. <laughs> True. Uh, MJ said you didn't know who they were, but they had beaten everybody. Uh, he claimed he was bored, he's bored around here, uh, and he's sick of this place. He said he's uh, sick of the lack of competition, sick of the fans not showing him the respect he greatly deserves. MJF mentioned his contract coming up. And he complained about how he doesn't have to get pinned to lose his belt. And He said Tony Collin wants to have someone take the title from him before he's out of there. He said that this title is his ball, and he runs with it faster than anybody else. He said these three men are talented, but none of them are on the level of the devil. Level
0: of the devil. That was a nice little line. Um I laughed at some of this, right? Like the
1: Oh wait, I'm sorry. I I got get the Darby. Yeah. Darby came. Go ahead. I forgot. I'll save all my thoughts for the I was just
0: thinking of the meaner than devil. Meaner than devil? Meaner than evil, meaner than devil, meaner than devil. Yeah. Transition we made the other day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What what's the meaner than devil is like?
0: What meaner than saying? evil is bronze ridiculous yeah and then new little catchphrase line I've whatever
1: someone's meaner than devil i don't remember what i said but i remember someone could be like yeah meaner than devil because you just change one word but what was oh that? wait
0: no i was saying mjf could be like oh right because he's the devil yeah so
1: he could be like meaner, meaner than, than the devil, devil
0: and then you just change one word and then Pac could come back and be meaner than
1: neville <laughs> right, <'cause, laughs> yeah that, that would work yeah um So then Darby Allin showed up for the interruption. Uh, He joined Max in the ring. Uh, He said he knows where he's going. He talked about uh, chasing after his pro wrestling dreams. And said AEW saved his Sandy because he lives the way he wants to. He's going to climb Mount Everest next year or something. He says he wants to be the face of AEW, so he wants to be world champion. And he's going to take the title, maybe with a headlock takeover. Uh, MJF low blowed him. Uh, Shivani called him the lowest form of life on Earth. Uh, (laughs) Sam McGuire ran down the ramp, and MJF ran away. Then Jungle Boy came down the ramp and clotheslined him and held up the title. He's not winning. Can't touch the title. When winning. will they learn? When will they learn? Dumb baby face. Yep,
0: exactly. Uh, Yeah, I uh, I like that MJF still finds a way to put over the other three pillars, right? And then he started to get some cheers because he was doing it, and then he quickly like he reverted back. gets his heat back by just being a jerk to the audience. So that works. Um, I'm fine with him talking about the upcoming contract stuff. I know some people don't like it, but I think it's a realistic situation, right, that MJF would exploit from what, everything we know about his character. So I'm totally fine with him using that angle. uh. And and it's one of these, like, it also creates a contrast where Darby loves the company, right? Because this is the only place that will let him do all the ridiculously dangerous things he does. So that's a direct contrast to MGF, MJF, who couldn't care less about the company. He just wants the best contract, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think Darby covered any new ground here, but he's sounding more confident. And I think that's one of the benefits of focusing on the pillars is... Guys like Darby and Jungle Boy, even Sammy, but to a lesser degree, that just need more time to talk and be in front of live crowds and do stuff are getting that experience. And I think that's one of the perks of this storyline, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was solid. Um, MJF was good as usual.
1: Um, I liked them talking about more pillar stuff. Um, it's it just the, it's cool how they're all in the main event, and they're all the homegrown guys and whatever. And it, like you said before, it really sets them apart from the E. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah, MJ- who don't worry, really, don't really build one young guy, let alone right. four at a time, and put them in a main event together for the world title. Yes. and like probably AW's biggest pay per view right now because this was like their first one, so yeah. it's kind of their mania. If you really want to go there, and also when MJF was making fun of the fans for his being more 24, so that was amusing. Um, some of it was pretty funny. Uh, Darby spoke well too, it wasn't like as amazing as the ones that he started with, but it was still good. And like you said, he's selling better, not a lot of new ground cover, but it was still solid uh his shoes are something else those look weird they were not uh <laughs> yeah, were jungle boy didn't do much that was fine it was a solid go home segment but it didn't feel like overly necessary nope just oh god we
0: have one more show to put these guys out there to talk go say but stuff. i don't mind having them out again no
1: it's fine um next we have ward though mm-hmm. <laughs> um so <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, soured on word if people can't tell <laughs> uh ward says christian thinks he has the advantage in the ladder match because he's known for it and he made it famous. But Wardlow says he has climbed ladders his whole life and he won the Face of the Revolution Ladder match <laughs> last year. I've climbed ladders my
0: whole life. That's, the, <laughs> that's where his confidence comes from. Has he? I, I don't know. I just think that's a weird thing to say. I've been climbing ladders since I was a kid. Okay. I climbed ladders cool. when I was four
1: years old. Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Um, uh, and then he, ha- he says Chris has a big mouth. He bets he could fit a ladder in.
0: I'm pretty sure that's not right. I don't think. Um, well, I mean, right. how big's the ladder? <laughs> what are we saying? Wait, One of your yeah, figure no, ladders no, could no, fit wait. in there. A Lego ladder, this little thing. Exactly. This
1: could, I, this could fit in my mouth. I got like a little plastic ladder here. I don't even. I think it's like because they had, like connects um or like no they had, like like O W or whatever. I'm yeah. Not, I don't know what this is because you can like break out the like I don't know. Anyways, it's like a little ladder. It's, like, really mini. It would fit in Christian's mouth. It would so. absolutely fit in Christian's mouth. But I'm... He said an 18-foot ladder or something. Maybe not. So I'm gonna, That's debatable. I'm going to go with no. Um, then Arn talks about how much damage Warlock could be capable with a steel ladder in his hands. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I've, I'm of two minds, right? Like, Christian deserves this title shot. Why? He lost to Jungle Boy in the casket match or whatever Rankings called. And had, I don't think he's won a match since then, has he?
1: No, he went from this, he went from that to this.
0: So then I'm annoyed. But then at the same time, I think the story is that he's the savvy veteran who has sort of manipulated young Wardlow into a match that's his specialty, right? So if that's the case and that's their intention, then that, I don't mind that. Um, But it also makes Arn Anderson feel like he's doing a terrible job as the new mentor, right? Because he's even a, should be in theory, a savvier veteran who should see what Christian's doing. And I mean, I know Ward he wants Lowe...
1: Wardlow to get more violent here, but right. like, shouldn't he do something that benefits Wardlow a little more? Right.
0: Like this, like this guy's just talking his way into a match with you. Why can't you see this? Like you just need to not let him get under your skin. So I don't, I'm kind of torn. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, the match might be okay. I don't really know. I, I guess we'll see. So I'm, I'm torn on this. If if they did a better job of telling the story of Christian being a manipulator, then then sure, I don't have a problem with it. But it seems kind of weird that he's getting a title shot off of nothing, basically, here.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was fine, but for me, it just suffers from a case of I don't care. Yeah, there's a bit um, of that. That aside, Warless sounded fine, but I guess winning one ladder match in his entire career puts him on Christian's level. <laughs> right. He won a giant Sonic ring. Tlc did, TLC what, huh? What, what's yeah, TLC? Exactly. I got a giant Sonic ring, huh? Correct. You know? Um, I still don't get or want the partnership with Arn. It just still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's not working for me either. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get it. Um, next we get Taya Valkyrie versus Lady Frost. This is your only women's match this week. hmm And this like is it. Lady Frost is never on TV ever. Nope. Like they had to give us highlights from Ring of Honor for God's sake. Right. Ring of Honor's got more women's matches. It does. Absolutely does. And, I mean, to be fair, they also have, like, more lower card matches just in general. But they got more women's matches as well. Impact as well. As we'll we'll yeah.
0: have two or three how and a segment. In, how long is Impact? Two hours. Oh. Right? Interesting. It's crazy. Yeah. Like,
1: take notes, TK. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, there's a sliding basement layer from Valkyrie for two. Uh, there's a solid high kick in the corner from Frost that looked pretty good. Yep. Uh, Frost looked for the like, cartwheel and something in the corner. Valkyrie clocked worth a layer for two. And later on, Frost hit a cartwheel into a cannonball in the corner. That looked pretty. It good looked. It, it looked actually. like her.
0: She ended up kicking her in the head off. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tornado from Frost on the top, and then a spear from Taya. Yeah, one of the ones where she's just. It's like she's clotheslining your midsection. Yeah, right? Not like getting she, the shoulder involved. She
1: missed time the height on a clothesline.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, uh, a blue thunder bomb from
1: two from Valkyrie. It was more like a barely a spinout power bomb. I don't know how to describe it other than a blue thunder bomb. So light, like, light yeah. blue. Thunderbomb, bomb blue no, light blue a blue no thunder bomb <laughs> i guess like something like that um so there's a funnier joke in there
0: somewhere somewhere
1: um there's the wicked steps is from valkyrie that, like, looked good. that looked good yeah yep. but that requires very little
0: i i think
1: it's gonna look good for anyone pretty much right as long as the person taking it, yes. it can do it good uh valkyrie caught a tilt world and hit an okay backbreaker and then she hit road to valhalla for the win which just thinking about it here like it, that's not a very good finisher it doesn't though. look super impactful honestly it doesn't look like a match ender no or let alone a
0: 50 something match ender because you're you're basically dropping from waist height right it's not it's about the similar to falling over onto your face i don't know it it never has impressed me either you get lifted up a bit like the setup looks cooler it's not even like you keep their
1: arms behind their back either obviously like in real life that's not safe but in kayfabe i'm just saying like yeah you you literally let their hands go so they can like cover themselves and in some cases like didn't red velvet take one where her face didn't even touch the mat or whatever like
0: oh red velvet yeah and the setup's okay like the overhooks and the lift right you're expecting something and then it's just oh anyways this match i thought was okay each of them hit a couple cool looking things but there was also a bit of sloppiness along the way ty has just really lost a step i hate to i think were piling onto her, but like she's not fast. She looked a little uncomfortable. She said she was, but I don't think so. Running the ropes at times. She hasn't impressed me in quite a long time. I do think Lady Frost is a useful talent because uh her gymnastics background just creates some cool offense and some cool spots, right? Right. And it's she's... not over the top
1: of it like they do in
0: nxt Because no. sometimes it's like, oh, yeah,
1: this background that's like part that basically your thing
0: kind of. I've like seen a lot of her all over indie stuff. Um and yeah, she's uh she's pretty good so I don't know. This, for being the only women's match, is not cool. It was okay, but... It was fine, yeah. Frost looked
1: pretty decent. I thought a couple of her moves looked pretty good. Um, the Chino is iffy, but that's okay. I think that, yeah. Because that was fine. And not a lot of women do stuff like that, so respect right. for her, to her for doing that. Um, Valkyrie didn't look horrible, but she didn't look very good either. I'm still waiting for that reaffirming match. It's like, oh yeah, she's as good as I remember before.
0: I don't think it's going to be the one against Cargill. It, no.
1: No, I I was just saying, so... too, I don't think it'll be Jade. So, I don't know what you do here. I don't and either. I think we're in kind of a lose-lose situation here because I don't... Okay, those fell. He's <laughs> so upset he threw his headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> um, But, like, I think we're in kind of a lose-lose here because I don't know how much longer you can do this Cargill title run. Like, it's getting really stale for me. Say you want Say what you want about Roman, but mm-hmm. he gets, like... He's at least like when he's there, it's money matches. Right. When he's there, he put he has great promos. He has great right. segments. The acting has like, been awesome. The acting's been the awesome. The story's been awesome. The story's been awesome. Like it, it gets it got stale sometimes, but then for they sure. freshened it up like tenfold with Sami Zayn. Like yes. his terrain Shot has adrenaline. had its downs, but it's had its fair share of ups. Who Jay's just like it feels like it's plateaued for like a year now. It's been the same since it started. Right? It's been like It has not changed. I thought like a year ago, a double or nothing was. I'm pretty sure that's when Athena came in, and mm-hmm. I we thought she would be the one to take I, it from Crow. That was a year ago. Yeah, that was like that was a freaking
0: year and ago. And Jade's had a couple of moves to her arsenal for sure, but she hit car- a tour of the islands a few times. Everything is basically the same. It's yeah, just been a her holding. Her promos pattern. have barely changed. Barely changed.
1: Uh, like she's kept pretty much the same entourage. She traded out Red Velvet and Kira Hogan for Layla Gray. Right. Which let's be honest, and that's Mark that's Sterling's a downgrade either of either there or not. Yeah, like like it's just it's part of, like. So we're not kind of a lose-lose because I feel like I can't go much longer with this cargo rain. Like, it's the fact that this is their longest, like, 500-plus day reigns is the longest power rain AW's had, period, so far, is, quite frankly, just disgusting to me because it's just, like, (laughs) I don't know, it's just, that's stupid. And then, but then, I honestly don't know if Valkyrie's going to be an amazing champion either from what I have seen. So I really don't, like, I think I would prefer Valkyrie because at least it's different. But I feel like it's kind of a lose lose here, if you see what I mean. I
0: do. I don't think there's a desirable outcome. And having two women's belts when you don't really focus on right, like in theory, either of them. In theory, I really like having a mid card women's belt. Me too, but on paper, the way they're doing it, right?
1: Like I think that's great on paper, but like, and if Valkyrie loses. Where do you go from there? Right. It looks like, like another if, year of this. Right. If she can't be a credible challenger, that's going to be Cargo. Who can? She couldn't. Athena couldn't. I'm pretty sure she, did she ever face Statlander. I feel like
0: she did. I don't know. Statlander's the one, I think. Statlander could be. But, like, I don't know. I don't know how close I would she almost is to just come rather, back, and
1: now. But... I would almost just rather be done here and now. I hear you. Because I... Just I something really for the sake of something different. Right. Not even I, that I'm in love with Taya no, as a champion. I'm not. But Me like, either. I just I need this to end. It, I agree. I really need it to end. Like it's just it's not it's not good. And I don't think Jade's bad. I think she's like just not like you said. She's not good enough for how long she's been here. Mm-hmm. She's not. She's plateaued for too long. Yes. And like at some point you just gotta kind of pull the trigger at least temporarily and go back to the drawing board with her. Yeah, you got to figure out some new stuff for her to do. Something new, for sure. Freshen up her act in any way. Like, I'm not saying... She can keep the heel character, because I think, at its core, it's solid. I do, too. But you need to tweak a lot to make it fresh. You need to make me care about this again. I agree. And I think that could be applied to Wardlow a bit, too. But honestly, I just don't want... Like, the men's division stacked enough where you can just forget about Wardlow, and I don't care. Mm -hmm. Jade Cargill, if you tweak her make her better she could still be an asset absolutely she could be money for
0: them they just have to figure out what to do right
1: yeah and that's not been the case for a while it has not it feels like a long time since like we were like oh yeah she's really good for so for like a newcomer not from the sport she's really good for like however many matches she's had yes and then
0: it's it's like she's still that same I mean, she's added a Destroyer, or she's added whatever. But, like, but, for one match or two.
1: Yeah. It's too many squash matches, too. Like. And
0: part of it is, too, like, I don't feel like she gets in there with a lot of ring generals who are going to elevate her and pull a really good match out of her. And I don't think some people are going to say, well, yeah, that's Taya. I don't agree Not anymore. at this point. So I don't know what you do. Like, I need Serena Deeb to come back and pull a great match out of... a oh, great might be strong. A very good match out of Jade. But even
1: then, I feel like it would be, like... I would like to see that, but then I'd be like, "Oh, Deeb's really good for right. doing that." Like, I don't know how much of the credit would go to Cargill. At least in my eyes, right? Like, just knowing like how I would perceive that.
0: I would book Deeb. That'd be my fantasy Especially
1: booking. Especially if like Deeb comes back and wins it. We need that, and then we need like Cargill to have some good matches on her own. Like maybe with like people who are still good, but less than Deeb. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, the point where she can elevate someone not as good to like an okay match. Right. Like she's not at a status where she's able to elevate herself, let alone other people. It's just like I agree. It's been too long. It has. Anyways, that
0: well, uh, that, was that, com- that that wasn't a digression. That was just. It a, was still on topic. It was yeah. a very much drill down into yeah, Jake Cargo. That was
1: a long bit, but yet near nowhere as long as her title ring. <laughs> that is true. Boom. Uh, next week, a twenty cons announcement about
0: collision. It's in Chicago. And he tries his hardest not to blink. Oh my,
1: he's like. It's so. I don't. I was saying. He like, just stares down the barrel of that like, camera. like, I'm like, he must be not be really allowed to blink. Or he must yeah. be just like super. Like, I I like it though. I don't know if like, it's he,
0: like a nervous tick he has where he just know. like opens his eyes super wide and doesn't blink. It's, it's when he's on camera. It's
1: funny, but like I I I like it though. It doesn't bother his, me. It makes him feel like he's not speaker, but exactly. I like it because he feels like he's like, like anti vince like normal. He feels like a normal dude. Like he feels like a guy. If you met him on the street, he'd be like. The nicest guy yeah. you've met. Like he, he just looks like a good dude. So I don't. I always like when it's because it's so like interesting to watch. Just because he he's so weird, a about it, but, like, fellow. I'm not complaining. He's, he's, nope. he's Tony Khan, and he's he he seems like a normal dude, not some genetic jackhammer who's 70-something a and pure like concentrated evil, pure evil. Like t- Tony Khan just seems like he's Tony Khan, diluted evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tony Khan's just. He's good old TK, you know. Um, but Chicago, I'm not thrilled about this for obvious reasons. Um Yeah, we talked about it a bit. Sounds I just, like punk. I don't I don't want it. I, I don't I don't want it. Nope. Uh next we're gonna hang page interview. Uh he talked about being friends of the elite and kinda he was best friends of the Bucks, but him and Kenny was always different. They were kinda like family. He talked about how they're gonna beat Black Bull and Anarchy in the arena. And they've run up a high price, and they're gonna pay in blood or whatever, something like that. Yeah, so, thought,
0: something cool. I thought it was pretty generic, just to get him on here before the pay per view. He sounded fine. I'm not a fan of the eye patch. I'm hoping that's not lasting long. But yeah, this was one of those get him on there to speak before the show. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. Yeah, um, it's odd. I was hoping
1: for like an elite segment like, with all of them, but, um, that's okay. Again, I think last week should have been the go-home, because that was a perfect end. You yeah. really didn't need to add much this more. This feels tacked on now. Yeah, Yeah, all you, and I'm not complaining, because it's still an amazing story, and I, I, I really love the storyline, so I don't really, like, this doesn't hurt the storyline, it's just, mm-hmm. like, kind of extra, mm-hmm. like, I but, agree. like, honestly, last week, you could have just had that, and then, like, that's fine. All you needed was them to reunite, and the hype is there, you know? I agree. But, like, it's, it's all right, um, hangman delivered well. it well feels appropriate after everything the family works it can be kind of like the family fights things so that was that's kind of where they're feuding um i'm really excited for this they're like i'm this is probably like my favorite thing they've done in a long time yep i'm super hyped for this and
0: blackpool it's like they're such a strong group like they kind of have to forget their differences or this group's gonna run roughshod over their their company right the one that they're so it kind of makes sense even if they're not Back together, a hundred percent. It's this idea of we have to do this to get rid of these guys because they're pretty. Nobody else here can stop them, kind the of thing. Right. Of Infinity War. So that works. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. If you say so.
1: Cause Keep going. Like in Civil War, Avengers break up, and yeah. then they had to fight Thanos, right,
0: for a common enemy, sort of so thing.
1: So I'm saying John Moxley is Thanos.
0: Okay. I've heard of Thanos. He snaps his fingers he's, and he's purple. People die or something. I
1: don't know. He's also um, same guy played. You know Josh Brolin. Yes. It's him. Uh, and he was also the he bad guy in Deadpool too. He was cool. Cool. Um next, back to
0: wrestling. Next we get a contract signing. Everybody's favorite. Hooray. Thing. Yeah.
1: I love contract signings. Who doesn't? I With wish No I...
0: No contact allowed, right? So yeah. contract, no contact. <laughs> no physicality. I wish um there was
1: the one uh Oh, I wish I saw the one with uh, Trish and Becky. That would have been awesome. Amazing. Becky called her a B word. Of course they have to. It Things, didn't. It happened here. Didn't it? It did. Things yeah. I thought so. He did. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, so Cole's talking about when, uh, he got cuffed and Jericho was saying again, when Saray was being Baker, the kind of sick, blah, 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 Babyface baby face, handcuffed and stuff. Um, Cole said that Jericho's a scumbag that thinks he can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Cause he's Chris Jericho. He said, we'll find out how invincible Jericho is this Sunday. And Cole beats the living hell out of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cole said that AEW should be thankful that it's an unsanctioned match because the blood will be on his hands, and that's how he likes it. Uh, The fans chanted his name, and Cole said he can't beat him up now because of what they agreed to. He said, on Sunday night, we'll find out Jericho can walk because he'll break his legs, he'll shatter his jaw, he'll break his hands. He said, if I were you, I would send the paper B-word. Exactly. Uh, And then Cole signed the paper and tossed it across the table. Uh, Jericho said the chance, and he isn't said word, because uh, <laughs> he's not from Las Vegas. Oh, Boom. town heat. Yep. What up? Uh, Jericho, he's a signing, but he decided to talk a bit. Uh, he played the video of Baker getting beat up again. So that's nice. and did the whole, like, you're right two inches away, and you did nothing, <laughs> which I <laughs> find was, that funny. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, Jericho got in cold face and wondered what kind of man would allow that to happen to him. Like, why or Why would you let that yeah, happen? Yeah, your that's, wife got attacked right in front of you, and you did nothing. It's not cool. Like, it's funny. Sh- you should do better. Um, Jericho, or he said he, he can't beat the Ocho, and he knows it. Uh, Jericho signed the contract, and he said, Cole got smart since there are no rules, and it's five of them against two of Cole's group. I don't think two people's a group. No. It's not. It's a pairing. It's a couple. It's a pair, yeah. Uh, Cole said he made a call to a man that lives in Las Vegas. I'm not going to do all the pre-whatever. It's Sabu. Yeah. He threw a chair in Menard's face. It is. uh, I mean,
0: obviously Sabu, right? Yeah, yeah. Hot free agent, (laughs) Sabu. Who Who has much history with Adam Cole, right? Bizarre. I I don't know. I would I wouldn't even say he has a lot of history with Jericho. They were both in ECW. Right. He has more history there. I'm sure than with Cole. So that part I did not understand. Because he's all. from Vegas, and that's it. Like that's just it's still weird to me. And then also you're still outnumbered. Yes. And does Sabu really, at 58 years old, is he the muscle you're bringing in to? I don't know. Seems like there's better options, but. Outside of that, I think Cole is, uh, like, Cole to me is a good actor, right? So he's really believable as, like, the incensed husband here. And Jericho is at his best, right? As the slimy heel with Mm -hmm. using that ridiculous heel logic, like, that you uh, were right there and let her get beat up sort of Uh, thing. I thought that was funny. And I thought, like, all of that was rolling along really well. And then it was just a weird turn that it's Sabu who is has nothing to do with Cole ever, has nothing to do with AEW ever. Is pushing sixty years old, and you're bringing him in as your numbers balancer. So that part I didn't get, but I thought the stuff ahead of that was pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, where is there? It is. Um, yeah. I thought it was
1: pretty good. I thought Cole sounded good, and he sounded angry. Uh, Jericho was. Um, I thought he was. He was good, like taking advantage of the no physicality thing, like kind of goading right. Cole a bit, and I thought him like kind of taunting Cole with like yeah, like the whole handcuff thing. I thought that was funny too. Um, I liked everything uh Cole said. Uh and he was good as an angry baby face, but then Sabu. How does that remotely make sense? It doesn't. It, I don't yeah, know. It, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, then there's a storm Hater package It's pretty short. Storm's gonna target the arm
0: eat it or something. That's the story, right? The champ is not at a hundred percent um doesn't... I heard
1: that Hater might drop it if the, the I heard injury that too. is legit enough, which
0: I don't know if like um Or I heard someone speculating that she'll have a proxy like Britt, Britt Baker will defend it for her. I would hope so, because I don't and want then, a title run for the And then Baker retains it for her, and that starts the friction between Hater and Baker. I like that. Where, listen, I, you know...
1: I don't want the Outcast having the title, so anything.
0: No, um, doesn't feel like a fresh matchup either. I'm fine with the pre-existing injury story. You know I actually really like that, but Storm and Hater, just those people and those groups orbiting each other feels very stale at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm.
1: Um next we get Roderick Strong versus Dana Garcia. And it was funny when I was watching the Tyler Ross matches, I saw him face Dante Rios, which coincidentally was Mr. Dana Garcia. Correct. Which I didn't I didn't I didn't, I didn't that. know me either. I never I didn't know that. Um so Roddy hit a backbreaker. Uh Garcia hit the wicked stepsister. There there it is again. It is. Um Garcia taunts and he looked for a suplex, but Roddy Counter had dropped him with a core buster. There was a leg capture backbreaker from Roddy for two. Heavy slaps from Garcia in a year and a urinagi for two. Uh, Garcia left Roddy in the dragon Team, and Roddy eventually pushed him off. Uh, the finish came when Roddy hit a gut check and end of heartache for a win. Pretty short, I felt like.
0: It was quick. I thought it was a solid TV match, right? I love seeing Roddy pick up another win, especially with the end of heartache, because we were talking Roll about. It. Styles is the opener, by it the way. It is. We were talking about it like a minute before, right? Like the, oh, the end of heartache, and then he hit it. So, um. Happy for Roddy to be winning because I wasn't sure what the, he would do when they brought him in, right? They could easily be like, he's a good hand, he can have good matches and doesn't need to win, but picked up two wins already. And it's Garcia that seems a bit aimless right now, right? But uh, I liked mm-hmm. the match. It wasn't amazing, but a, a good TV match that, that was pr- pretty quick, I thought. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was a solid TV match. Um, it was pretty short. I feel like they could have done a bit more if they had more time. For but sure. I think it was good for what it was. Like It felt kind of pointless, though nice back breakers, of course all win for Roddy just a fairly short one which is fine
0: they're definitely capable of a better match than this but again given the time and there's no real build to this it was fine
1: honestly I would just thrown more time to the main event
0: yeah probably it did felt it did feel pretty brief to yeah me. it could have been another 10 minutes yeah. easy
1: uh willow nightingale got a quick promo just talking about she represented E.W. last week came the inaugural strong women's champion she's gonna show everyone how strong
0: she is yeah i'm happy for her she's good and the crowd really likes her so whether this was an intentional title move or not which i guess not is the answer i'm happy <laughs> for willow yeah it's good
1: for her um uh it was all wasn't much but good for her with the title
0: and the, her doctor bomb is pretty awesome mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the next we got our main event, which is Lucha Brosers, Blackpool Combat Clubs, Claudio Casagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta for the ROH World Tag Titles. Correct. The fact that this is not on ROH says everything you need to know about ROH. I guess so. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up. I watch maybe a match or two every now and then, and that's it. Well, it can't. It clearly can't be that big if you'd rather put it on Dynamite than. And the, they don't talk the about actual Ring
0: company. of Honor on Dynamite like it's something they don't. They don't treat it like. I should have seen it and be caught up and they don't treat it like I haven't seen it and they need to catch me up. They just treat it like it doesn't exist, basically. I right? guess
1: because then it's like they're separate promotions, kind of. But I like... think so. But Still.
0: it makes it really easy to not Focus on Ring of Honor. Oh, I, haven't watched, not I haven't watched it at all it since it started. Right. Like, I, 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 I've checked full, in, but I, at least I haven't watched like a full show. I mean, like I think I, I watched the first two full ones, and now I just I know you watched like a couple. I then started then. and never finish it because it's just it's just match after match after match after match. I think I heard one of them had eighteen matches on it or something. Damn. So they just throw a ton of matches on it. There's Anyways. not
1: like yeah, there's not like a lot of stories there. Like I know they got a bit of a story with um Stu Grayson and the Righteous. Oh yeah, but. I haven't that, even heard that. that. That's it. Yeah, he's kind of. It's kind of like righteous or dark or like. But yeah, that's what lo- to me. It looks like um. It's kind of funny. It looks like dark.
0: Yeah, it does. Like, and it feels like it because it's just match, 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 right? So that's a similar format too.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not like. Uh, it's not what it was. Yeah, so. Ring of
0: Honor TV, um, May twenty fifth. Uh, Samoa Joe and Zack Saber Jr. Team up. Eighteen matches set. Wow. how how long is well, that? a bunch of them are probably like it's they do two hours i think but like i think it's two hours no commercials so i think it's a legit two hours okay okay which makes it a lot but a All lot right. of quick matches probably Anywho, yeah sorry um
1: yeah no that's that's weird mm-hmm. that is, is certainly interesting um so some notables uh claudio caught phoenix out of its springboard with an uppercut uh, he swung Phoenix around and then uh into a drop kick from Yuta. So that was kind of cool, like Tyson Kidd reference. I mm-hmm. think they used to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix countered a cola bomb and code red. And then Penta got a hot tag flurry, hit a project Champa for two. Love Can't that. Believe you forgot whose that was. I did. That's offensive. Uh, Penta goes for the arm snap thing. Claudio boots him off. There are stereo super kicks from to Yuta from the Lucha Bros. Uh, P- Penta steps off Phoenix. Hit Claudio with a destroyer. Phoenix hits his like, pile driver finish for, for two, like kind of the Rikishi driver-looking thing. Yep. Uh, Claudio hits, or he, is, or he assisted Yudo with a Diamond splash for two. Actually, looked like pretty impactful. It did. Um, the finish came
0: in. Alex distracts the ref because he's the heel. He's ridiculous. Sure. I don't enjoy him. Uh, it's, it there was, was a time, but now I'm that's just like, he Penta, looks silly. That's when Penta had that weird, really short solo <laughs> heel run. And he would do the Penta says. It was funny. And now he's yeah. just there. And it doesn't seem to fit. Penta to...
1: beat Cody Rhodes, even though Cody Rhodes no sold arm snap. Right, I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was a really weird time because Penta was just like on his own for a little bit. He was. I don't remember why. I don't either. Was was Phoenix hurt? Probably. I don't know, cause I think it was like a little while after, cause Phoenix challenged Omega for the title. Um, at the beginning of twenty twenty one, and I know, I know it was in twenty twenty one because Penta did that. But then later, remember his team with Eddie Kingston against the Bucks. That was a weird time. It was. But I remember that was cool because he beat Cody Rhodes on St. Patrick's I'm pretty sure he won because I feel like if he lost, I would remember that as the Probably. biggest injustice of all time. <laughs> yeah, he already knows so the things. So, anyways, Alex distracted <laughs> the ref. Young Bucks came from under the ring, held Claudia back while Lucha Bros hit their finisher to Utah for the win. Uh, post match, um, Blackpool uh oh yeah y'all yeah, mox went on ran, ran out into the crowd uh other two guys came down which is mox and Danson. mox tells them to smile while they still can pose to the fans and see their family while they still can because they won't be able to have to double nothing Anarchy and the real will be the wildest and most brutal match in aw because they won't sell for anything less well now i got my hopes up should be um, fun and he finishes by saying if anyone is offended by what they've done so far and all the blood they ain't seen nothing yet
0: yeah, I thought it was a really good tag match and really picked up after the first few minutes. And the titles being thrown in added a bit of stakes, right? Makes it more main event worthy, I guess. And the involvement of the Elite in the finish makes sense because it's the go-home episode I ahead of the pay-per-view. I didn't see any title change, like,
1: graphic posted, so I figured they would lose. And then that's right. when I was like, oh, yeah, probably interference."
0: And the Lucha Brothers get a quality defense, right, against the top, top uh, team. A little bit of a screwy finish aside, but... Uh, I thought the show was bookended by very Why good didn't matches. Why
1: did the raft? That's weird.
0: I prefer that is weird. Did I he pref- know
1: that like they were coming or something?
0: I prefer the opener to this, but this was a good match too.
1: Yeah, I don't know what he was doing there to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a solid main event. Um. I think these guys definitely could have shifted into higher gear. Maybe take out the Strong Garcia match, which felt unnecessary for me, and then give this more time to build to something. There were some solid exchanges here, but I feel like it was I was expecting a little better lo and behold the opener was my favorite match of the night still think that was great better than the rest good for kyle fletcher anyways it was Saul before
0: anarchy in the arena like yeah Saul go home i guess i think so yeah you got that last little taste that match should be pretty fun for mm-hmm. sure uh overall i thought another good episode of dynamite not quite i think there's been a couple in a row in my a minus range it didn't quite make that to me thought the opener was great match of the night main event was uh fairly close second a good match and i liked uh, garcia and roddy strong as well women match i thought was uh nothing special i didn't think the segments or anything were amazing i did like blackpool's segment again this week but i don't think anything was really bad either it was just a lot of final chance for people to talk ahead of the pay-per-view didn't really add anything so i thought it was a b show this week close to a b plus but not quite uh good but not amazing uh solid go home show i'm already looking forward to the pay-per-view so they didn't need to do too much more to sell me on it we were already buying it so um good show this week
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah um i thought
1: the opener was fantastic easily my favorite thing on the show that was just you should fun. add it to your list you feel strength like you liked it even more than i did i i might i mean at least it's the t- really good tv
0: matches this right year. out of nowhere
1: um yeah that was really good um I think like everything else was solid. I think it was like it was a solid show, but for go home, I don't. I wouldn't say it was like amazing. Just because I, I feel agree. like last week was such a such a like far stronger go home it was. show. I I liked it, but like um MJF was solid. Uh, the contract signing was fine. Uh, trio's match was solid as well. Like that was pretty good. Um, any of the pillar segments were fine. The FTR stuff I didn't love, didn't care about it. Blackpool were good in anything they did. Hangman was alright. Um. Stark was okay, but like anything other than the opener was like good or not great. Um, and the opener was like the only thing you should really check out if you want to, except I I Fletcher looked awesome. Yep. Um, and that is pretty much it. I would probably give it a B too, like, I um, like kind of middle of the road B just because I like it would be a little higher if it, it was just a normal show because I feel like as a go home, it needs to have a little
0: more something to it, right? But, I think so um, too. I
1: think other than that, it was, it was solid.
0: Yep. It was all right. All right, so now we're gonna move into some trivia before we go back to talking about more wrestling. We'll take a break with a little trivia, and we call that segment "Off the Top of His Head." All right, so we are going back to Chat GPT because it's made for some entertaining stuff. So I just Seth Rollins' question is gold, and I keep thinking of like wrestlers you love because the greatest matches seem to be. (laughs) Uh, a good route to go so I went uh, my prompt was 15 multiple choice questions on Dean Ambrose's Uh, best WWE uh, matches okay. okay that's interesting so it says sure here they are or whatever it says okay so I hope they asked me what number he came in. It's weird because normally they put the answer right after each question, but this time they put all the answers down at the bottom. So I have to scroll down. I don't like that. Not that the answers matter because they're probably wrong, anyways. Yeah. So, number one, in which pay per view event did Dean Ambrose face Seth Rollins in a ladder match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? Money in the
1: Bank 2015.
0: Sorry, Money in the Bank 2015. Yeah. They are saying TLC 2015. So you're wrong. No, Rollins would have been injured then. (laughs) Again. It was Roman Reigns and Sheamus
1: for the title then. Awesome.
0: Rollins' injury comes back again. So flawed, question one.
1: Automatically, yeah.
0: At which WrestleMania did Dean Ambrose face Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred 32. That was my first Mania. That is one of the options, so let me see if... It's 32. Nope, 33. You're wrong again. No,
1: he faced Corbin on the (laughs) pre-show for the IC title Yeah, in a a holds-barred match, like a a normal match. (laughs) uh, Holds are barred. Some
0: holds are barred. Some holds barred. Number 3, who did Dean Ambrose face in the finals of the WWE Championship tournament at Survivor Series 2015?
1: They claimed Okay, last time they claimed Seth Rollins was in the finals, but it was he lost to Roman Reigns. Dean Ambrose did? Yeah. Or Rollins did. And Am- Rollins was in the tournament. Remember that was the <laughs> question where they said he was in the tournament, but he was The whole purpose of the tournament was that Rollins was injured.
0: So So Ambrose lost to Roman. He faced Roman. So you're wrong because according to ChatGPT, who would never make a mistake, (laughs) he faced Seth Rollins in the Again? (laughs) (laughs) So they they claim that Seth Rollins is in this
1: tournament. and In the finals. Yes. But like even despite the tournament being for his injury. Did they say last time that Roman beat Rollins? I I can't remember. Because... Oh, you so he was in the finals after, and cause... faced
0: two different people, depending on who. Okay, he, so right? he
1: faced Roman or Dean
0: Ambrose. Correct. But
1: the, the fact of the matter is he was definitely in the finals. Exactly. He was there. Just because
0: just... he wasn't in the tournament doesn't even... Like, that's <laughs> he still in the finals. Right. Which event featured Dean Ambrose's memorable match against Triple H for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship?
1: That was that weird, like, network special, the Roadblock
0: 2016.
1: Mm-hmm. Not End of the Line, but just, like, straight Roadblock.
0: It's funny because Roadblock is on there, but they are saying no that it was in fact Fastlane 2016.
1: No, Fastlane was uh, it was him, Brock, and Roman, and the winner would face Triple H at Mania. Cause that remember the 2016 Rumble was for the title, right? So the Rumble winner wouldn't have like the main event spot already. <laughs> yeah, and it means that that was kind of like the
0: substitute. Wow, they they're consistently wrong. Let's see if they, I, at this point it's like will they get one right even. <laughs> Dean Ambrose defended the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match against which opponent at WrestleMania 32? And then I wait for you to go. That didn't happen. Go ahead. No. <laughs> Just um, no. What he didn't. It... What do you have options? I do. Okay. The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Let's go with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is correct. No, it's not. <laughs> so
1: cuz so okay, so he faced at 32, he faced Lesnar in the No Holds Barred Street Fight, right? Yep. And then the Intercontinental Ladder match was Owens defending the title against, like, there was, I think it was Stardust, Sin Cara, Miz, Ziggler, Zayn, and Zack Ryder. Because I think it was eight people. Yeah. That was the one that, remember, Zack Ryder won, and then he lost
0: the title to the Miz the next night. Oh, right. His reign. See? Nice. Um, which event saw Dean Ambrose compete in a Shield triple threat match against Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins?
1: Battleground 2016. I love that match.
0: Battleground 2016. Hey, there we go. Hey. they one right. for That's six. Good, there we go. One for six. I love that match. Who did Dean Ambrose face in the very first Asylum match at Extreme Rules 2016? The event's right. Okay. okay. I'm always okay. like, as soon as I Is go it, to say the Jericho. event. It's Jericho. I'm ready remember for the to...
1: Remember the thumbtack spot? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not nice. Hey,
0: they got two in a row. Wow, okay, okay. So this segment has not become do you know wrestling. It's basically become this chat GPT no wrestling. How much can I disprove the AI? The answer is no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Dean Ambrose captured his first WWE championship in a Money in the Bank cash-in on which wrestler? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is... Incorrect. It's Roman Reigns. Okay,
1: so they screwed it up.
0: <laughs> they were on a roll there.
1: Remember that was the when all of them had the title in the same night? Because Rollins beat Roman oh, yeah. in the main event and then Ambrose cashed in on Rollins? According to you, I mean, uh, that was also a good match. Who knows? The Rollins and Reigns.
0: It was. Good match, yeah. It was. TLC 2014, Dean Ambrose had a brutal match against which opponent? Bray Wyatt. That was the one where the monitor blew up in his face. Nope, it's Kane. Okay? No. Figured it out. No, Learned not. some things it's about not. wrestling. No,
1: no. <laughs> No, the minor blew up in and it's face. funny because
0: Bray Wyatt is on there too. <laughs> they just like to give me the options and then be like, no. Nope. They're gaslighting you. <laughs> They're... Right? Chat G. I I got I gotta Google it right now. Uh ten. Who did Dean Ambrose face in a Falls Count Anywhere match at WrestleMania 35? Uh he, no, no. <laughs> I knew it.
1: No. Why? He wasn't on that card because I'm pretty sure the raw after Mania was his last match. And so this would have been right before he left. He, well, I know he
0: wasn't on the card. Would you like to take a guess? At, they are saying Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Triple H, or Baron Corbin. Okay. So the funny part is all of them had different matches on. So
1: I know that can't be right because that's when Baron Corbin retired Kurt Angle. Right? Okay. Oh, Triple, my God. Right? Yep. Triple H beat Batista. I remember when Batista came back for one match. Yep. And he was like, give me what I want. Yep. That whole thing. Uh, Bobby Lashley lost to Demon Valor. Uh-huh. You know, for the I remember Lashley had the weird co- yellow contact. He did. Okay, and then Drew McIntyre lost to Roman Reigns. This is Roman's like comeback singles feud, mm-hmm. and
0: that's probably the least memorable. But,
1: but those all happened, so none of them are right. I'll take Drew McIntyre.
0: It was Baron Corbin. Okay, so no. In this alternate universe there, that ChatGPT <laughs> has created. <laughs> it was going to be wrong either way. In which pay-per-view event did Dan- Dean Ambrose face Seth Rollins in a Hell in the Cell match? Uh,
1: Hell in the Cell 2014.
0: 2014 is not even one of the options. Okay. So you got 15, 16, 17, or 18. i well, go 15 because it's the closest one, even though it's not They're right. They're saying 16, so you're super wrong. No,
1: because <laughs> remember Rollins faced Owens in Hell in a Cell? That was, remember when uh, he put, so remember they had like the double table spot on the outside? There was like the one table like flat, and then there's the one that kind of like, slanted against the cell wall in the apron. Right. And he put Owens through both of them. Yep. If you remember that. I do.
0: Um, So that was that. That was that. That was 2016. No, Dean Ambrose so won. Was a real one. Dean Ambrose won the United States Championship by it defeating did. which opponent at Extreme Rules 2013? Okay, the events, right? Nice. Um, it's Kofi. No, Yes, it is so wrong. He is one of the options. It's Kofi. They're, they're, they said Wade Barrett. No, <laughs> I don't. I'm. I don't think Wade Barrett's even
1: ever held that title. I know he was a five-time Intercontinental Champion, and that was pretty much it. I don't think Barrett's even
0: touched Says the title. Says you. Okay. ChatGPT says no. <laughs> um, it, it was Barrett. Which event featured Dean Ambrose facing AJ Styles in a TLC match for the World GI One Championship?
1: TLC 2016.
0: That was the one where, remember, Ellsworth cost him? 2016. They got it. So oh, what have they oh. got? Three, right? Out That's of three. Three out of three. Two in a row so is the best. Dean Ambrose competed in a 30 minute Ironman match against which opponent? There's already shaking his head at Roadblock 2016. <laughs> No. no. whole lot
1: of no's? <laughs> when, when has Dean Ambrose ever been in any Ironman match ever? I don't know. 2016 at Roadblock, no. apparently. because, well, there's Roadblock 2016, I mentioned. That was when he faced Triple H for the title, not Fastlane. And then if you really want to go there, Roadblock ended the line. did have an Ironman match, but that was, remember, Sasha and Charlotte. Right. And he, Ambrose wasn't even on that
0: card because that was a raw pay-per-view. So either way, it's no. So your options are in this fictitious Ironman match. Okay. Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler. Let's go with Rollins. No, Kevin Owens. (laughs) As if. Last one, it's their last chance. So they're at three out of 14 so far. Who did Dean Ambrose face in a last man standing match at Payback 2015? You're not shaking your head. No. (laughs) You are shaking your head? No. I'm almost positive that was
1: the one where Rollins defended the title in a four-way, and it was against Rollins' reigns in randall or sorry not sorry rollins reigns randall and then, sorry, he defended against ambrose reigns and orton that's what i meant to say oh, randall i'm like who? oh yes randall, randall keith. keith um so no he did not but so, we'll go with seth rollins just he's not even one of the options okay. you don't know
0: anything it's your options are bray wyatt luke harper sheamus or roman reigns bray wyatt sheamus no <laughs> not no so you did well and chat gpt did a what did we say 3 out of 15 yeah is what they got there that's so random it is fun though I so like it's it. funny because it's full 180 it started out going ah oh, this is amazing it's going to do all my trivia for me it's going to be so easy and it completely botches it war. and it's almost better
1: <laughs> it's, it is cuz <laughs> i'm i'm better than it
0: cuz the point is you showcase your knowledge and then it's funny because you're immediately i don't even get done half the questions and you're <laughs> already like, shaking no. your head at me <laughs>
1: it's, so bad
0: I, they're never gonna like you're gonna
1: do a Roman Reigns quiz next to me who who would he be in the finals of the WWE championship tournament Seth Rollins exactly
0: <laughs> or it'll pick someone different it like contradicts itself sometimes too right so depending <laughs> I, what I ask I'm it.
1: pretty sure I already did because either Dean Ambrose or Roman Reigns faced Seth Rollins but I know neither of them did because that wasn't the shield so triple turn.
0: if you're a listener and you're enjoying the new chat GPT because I kind of am let, I, I would I am. love to hear I, I enjoy it very if much you're it. enjoying it because it's kind of fun but anyway gotta
1: do like um Next time there's like, we got, oh, you got to do that for SummerSlam. That'll be interesting. I
0: will. Once it gets to pay-per-views, I'll be definitely. That'll be interesting. Oh, we in could there.
1: have done it for like Night of Champions or something.
0: It's pretty fun stuff. It generates it in like 30 seconds and it ain't right, but it's fun. <laughs> it ain't right, but it's definitely there. All right. So let's move back into talking about uh, the week's wrestling action in a segment where we highlight and low light whatever we watched. We call it high spots and rest holds. All right, so the week starts with Monday, so that's Monday Night Raw. I really so that's nothing you.
1: from Raw other than just mentioning that a rest hold that Raquel's teaming with Shotzi. You were right, right? Because no. they were yeah, saying mystery person, and you were like, "It's Shotzi, yeah. it's, it's Shotzi. Shotzi." Yeah, so it's that, Shotzi. that sucks. Any so that's that's that.
0: Nice. Um, so Tuesday brings us NXT, which I always watch. In the high spot, I thought. Kind of like retro feeling, kind of like 80s promos, but they opened the show with like mini promos from each of the women remaining in the um, Women's Championship Tournament. So out of the four, I thought Stratton and Perez sounded pretty good, Jade and Valkyria not really sounding so much. uh, Lyra needs, like I really like her in ring. I think she's one of the best in ring talent they have in the women's division Mm -hmm. there, but like the whole bird I don't, character I don't understand what her thing is. Its strange and they need to really work on it. And it, it, I think because of that character, they're forcing her to speak in a certain way that doesn't seem natural. So it's not really working what, for what me. What is her thing supposed to be? She's like I don't, a forest I don't woman. It. I don't know. I'm, accumulating feathers. It's, it's bizarre. I don't know what it is. But I think she's cool. She just needs a tweaking of the character. But the, the, the promos were interesting. I thought it was a, kind of a cool way to do it. And then, speaking of Lyra, I had it as a high spot. Not the match itself. I mean, the match itself was fine, but she actually picked up a semifinals win here, which I was not expecting. Um, I didn't think Jade, she be? Oh, yeah, she'd yeah. be Cora Jade, right? Who I thought was possibly going to win the I whole I guess because you need the baby face. I guess I that's answer, what it but is. I would
1: have put it like stratton beats valkyria in the semifinals right. and then perez beats jade for right. and they of history and then also i think perez versus jade would be better it
0: also feels like either one of them could win right whereas right. i don't anyways we'll get to our predictions i yeah, get yeah. i don't think jade did a ton of note in this match um lyra as always had some nice kicks and some cool suplexes but she did botch a springboard attempt really badly and booker didn't let it go for a little bit which i didn't think was helpful he really kind of focused on it and her finishing spinning kick looked not very impactful this week it's basically like a a black mass half speed kind of thing it didn't uh. look didn't look great um but i'm surprised that she won happy for her um and then afterwards though i was a bit confused because she got chop blocked by jade and then hit with i think it was a kendo stick or whatever it was after the match so i was hoping like this isn't like she won the match but isn't able to be in the tournament right so we need to replace her so I'm not sure. I haven't heard that she won't be in it, but it seemed weird because it was like a vicious attack on her leg after the match, so we'll see. Um, Another high spot I thought was Ilya Dragunov attacking backstage uh, Dijak out of nowhere, just a flying kick, and then um, chair shots, and then Dijak gets thrown into a garage door, and Dragunov's about to do the spot they love right now where they slam the garage door on your torso, but officials come and stop him from doing that but i thought it was a good violent attack by Dragonov, because the the segments last week were a bit strange right where it's like was that was that the one where he was kidnapped and no it's not even that it's like he was vol it was like consensual beatings like he's like yeah i'm willing for you to beat me oh. like over and then torture me and i'm fine with it so this made a bit more sense to me um something i didn't like was the use of axiom this week You heard who he lost to, right? I think we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he loses quickly to Daba Kato, which the match was quick, and Axiom was largely dominated. He did get a couple of flurries in there, and his yes kicks actually looked really good and impactful. But um, I guess the choice was because Axiom can make Kato's offense look strong, which he did. But I think Axiom deserves better than this uh, and better than what happened after the match because Daba Kato continued to beat Axiom down, and did you see what happened there? who came um, in for the rescue?
1: Yes. Scripts. No. Right?
0: Well, sorry. Well, yeah, Reggie. The crowd's chanting Reggie. They're not
1: it, No, it was Reggie though.
0: But they're not saying he was Reggie, I don't think. They were just like the crowd knows who it is uh, as they were chanting Reggie. That's so That's
1: what the captions on Instagram,
0: so that's So I oh did it. So yeah. they're acknowledging it is Reggie. I, I just I think so kind of. My fear is Axiom and Reggie are going to be a tag team and I don't want that. Ooh. Just for Axiom. Axiom's awesome yeah axiom's kind of cool i mean his character whatever but in ring he's terrific so anyways i wasn't happy that he was the person like you could use javier bernal or you could use one of blade and an off in this role right i don't know why Maybe not bernal because you need a face but oh wait like sorry you mean someone to tag with no somebody to get killed by daba kato
1: oh okay then yeah you could use bernal didn't have to be like someone to save axiom no
0: um Another rest hold is the Tony D'Angelo interviewed by the police stuff that I'm not really loving, and to me it just feels like Stacks is setting him up maybe, which is a really quick. I actually used that for my one of my predictions. Oh so no, I'll, I'll get to that later. uh I really like Heel Braun. I think he's continuing to shine here. It was just a little segment where he talks about basically he wants to burn NXT down for the way he was Whoa. treated. He wants to burn it down. Burn it down. Because he was the face of the company and doing everything right for the company and the fans. The and they still the started to turn on him. So he now wants to humiliate Mello in front of his friends and family. I actually thought this was a pretty great heel promo. Got quite a bit of time. And they were running highlights as Braun was sort of talking. And he really feels like a main event heel. So, um... And they keep going back to that highlight of him spearing Mere Mellow evil. out of the air, which looked that, awesome. Yeah, it's a good. look. It's shot. a worthy uh, thing to replay a bunch. So he sounds great, man. I've come uh, full circle on Braun. I'm quite enjoying heel Braun right now. Um, wrestled. I thought the Gallus segment. They were in the ring. We talked about it being bathed in a green light. I thought it was an awkward kind of weak segment. They're just doing generic talk and Diamond Mine interrupt. I didn't think Gallus were great here. There was and then the lighting didn't help at all. Brutus sort of struggled through a couple lines at one point. Julius basically made a fat... I think fa- I saw
1: him. I thought his facial hair looked weirder.
0: Julius made a fat joke, and then they basically brawled, and then Stax comes out to join the Creeds to balance When I numbers.
1: first saw who made the save, I was confused. I was like, I, I me too." tell who it
0: was, because it just doesn't make sense to me. I didn't even think of Stax at first until me I like, looked at the thing. So I I think these two teams will have a really good match, because I feel like Gallus has upped their game recently Pretty much since they like switched their finisher to being much cooler, I feel like they're doing a better job in the ring. Yeah. Nice. Um, I have high expectations for the match, but the segment I did not enjoy. A rest hold for me is the North American title storyline right now with um, Wesley and Tyler Bate, basically. Um, Just because it's like... So in this, um, Tyler Bate beat Eddie Thorpe in a decent match. Again, Thorpe is not sort of wowing me, but anyways... Joe Gacy comes out, attacks Tyler Bate after the match. Lee tries to help, but Bate, he hits Bate accidentally, right? So it's this whole idea that Lee and Bate are friends. And so they haven't been, first of all, they haven't been friends very long. That's only been established for a I couple of weeks. Yeah, right.
1: Wasn't it just like he was helping him because of uh, Dempsey and DuLack? Right, Gulak?
0: right. And so they meditated together last week or whatever too. So, and all Tyler Bate did was let Lee know that, yes, I'd be interested in a title shot. And this is like the betray- greatest injustice or betrayal you should have just ever. told me at first right so lee is acting like this is at just a giant betrayal and it doesn't really make any sense because why wouldn't you assume everybody would like a title shot right i mean it especially doesn't... with how some things have been
1: like because they did like a bunch of segments like that right
0: like, and he's the fighting champion and he'll take on anybody why so why does he even care right at least so
1: Bates being respectful about it like yes and i
0: i guess the idea is that gacy's driving a wedge between them but this story's been on, like, hyperspeed, it feels like. And if right. they have the idea for a story, they just should have extended it by a, quite a bit instead of condensing it to, like, three weeks. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, what? They're friends? Oh, I guess. What? They're breaking up over nothing? Oh, okay. So I don't really yeah. care. Like, the match should be good, but I didn't enjoy Yeah, I'm looking forward so. to the match. Um, Noam Dar versus Nathan Fraser in a just a regular match, not Heritage Cup rules. I thought this was a really good match. So it's weird because Dar is, uh, even though he's a small guy, he's kind of trying to slow things down with technical wrestling strikes and submissions. And Fraser, who's just crazy fast, right? He's flying around the ring hitting cool looking stuff. I told you he did AJ Styles like back flipping into the reverse DDT and like it was flawless. Um, But anyways, at one point Dragon Lee comes out and he's sort of touching the cup. So Dar goes out to ringside and then as he comes back in the ring, oh no, sorry, he turns around into a suicide dive from Fraser then back in the ring for a Phoenix splash and Fraser wins, which I guess I wasn't expecting, but I should have been as soon as it wasn't heritage cup rules, right. That it's probably telegraphing Fraser, picking up a win mm-hmm. here. So, um, I, again, didn't expect Fraser to win. And the baby face coming out and costing a heel a win is a bit strange, right? That's kind of backwards, I mean, I just saw that on AEW, I guess the match was really good. And Noam dar looked really strong. Like he's, a complete wrestler to me other than obviously he's small. That's I think he's awesome in the ring. He's super entertaining anything he does. So I quite like this match. Um, there's a really cool segment with just a package with high uh, mellow back in his hometown, basically of, in Boston or Boston area. I don't know if they're exactly in Boston proper or not, but whatever. So he's doing the rounds, going to various interviews um, with people at, at a Celtics game, Etc. cetera just like getting the star treatment with the championship right so it's it was a very slick I package think
1: i saw that like he was on like he was guest appearing on
0: shows and stuff. yeah and yeah, it makes him that. feel like a star here so they again not quite as big a star as when he was the heel north american champion but this helped i thought and it was a really cool looking package yeah i'm
1: hoping he gets back to that at some point
0: yeah and then you had Braun coming back to heal it up more he cut a nice heel promo before and now he's back to attacking people we sort of got a nothing match between um, friends and partners, Hank Walker and Tank Ledger that ended. Remember what the finish was in this? I think you Yeah, were they enough. did the double cross body spot and then he pinned him <laughs> off of that. I don't know if I've ever seen that. So it was props to them for
1: creativity. Innovation,
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyways, Braun comes out and spears both of them and his spears are looking good and I thought this was a good use of like a meaningless match to further highlight Braun's sort of heel run here. Um, I think you saw some of this, and it was not surprising. A rest hold. It was Gigi and JC. Oh, yeah. That was bad. So they bless us with a lengthy live interaction here. Neither one of them sounds very good, and they just, in a nutshell, right? They rehash all the same stuff that's been going on. And to me, on. like, I
1: thought it was, it felt, like, really disjointed and, like, janky, because, like, they give neither, like, any time the other says something, they give it no time to breathe. And right. just right onto their next talking Rapid about like, fire.
0: like, yeah really like it was really weird and it's all the same stuff that's been going on for so long and has never really connected with me or many people i would suggest and the bottom line to all of it is we're getting a weaponized cage match next week not on the pay-per-view this will be on on nxt next week so it just feels like these two are like trapped in this death spiral right this isn't interesting neither of them are strong performers in or out of the ring i would suggest um so it makes it even worse. It feels like we've done all of this and we've circled back down to it. We're running back something that didn't work in the first place and just hoping a cage and weapons are going to make it okay. And maybe the match will be entertaining. There's definitely a chance of that happening because, uh, in my opinion, these two could use weapons, right, instead of yeah, having to be the, rely on their technical abilities. But um, or I lack just, thereof. I just don't care. Uh, then um, Von Wagner squashed Luca Crucifino and then power bombs him through the announce table. So listen, Or on the announce table. Yes, it was. It wasn't through you, right? Because you were here for this too. I think Luca Crucifino is going to be like a guilty pleasure of mine because I feel like it's Kiana. Remember when I was kind of in on Kiana James because it felt like they were leaning into the ridiculous businesswoman thing? Yeah. I think they're doing that with Crucifino. As soon as he came out in that ring gear, right? Because he's oh, wrestling yeah. in like a, a, a dress shirt with no sleeves, a tie, and a vest. Like, they're carrying that... Like, I feel like they know it's ridiculous. has to be. And as long as I they know that, the I'm okay with it. I the segment. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, so... um, But this... The part I didn't like about this is it's, again, this picture of Vaughn with all the staples in his head as a little kid. And so, like...
1: What's the big deal?
0: Robert Stone has it in his pocket, and it's like it's like Undertaker's urn or something. I,
1: to me, it was like... Um, it, it makes
0: Wagner angry. It reminded
1: you know? me of Kane in May 19th, because anytime someone said May 19th, Kane would go ballistic. Right. To me, it's that.
0: Because Crucifino's trying to get the picture out of Stone's pocket, and then he ends up taking a power bomb on the table. So, I don't know. It's the, And Stone's trying to stop him. They, they're giving Vaughn many chances right and it's just not working so just stop you well, like, get many many chances he's a free agent do this to somebody else i don't know anyways i thought the main event was a high spot not a blow away match by any means but a good 10 minute tv match and honestly either woman could have won this one lots of pinfall attempts by roxanne early on and then stratton of course using her power advantage to take control i told you in the minute because i think you were there that roxanne perez's suicide dives i called her what the anti-escobar yeah i think i saw it too he goes with like reckless abandon as fast as possible and she looks like, like he's trying to dart them she like slows down and clearly kind of jumps onto people whereas he looks like he's going through them but anyways um and then it annoyed me too because stratton caught her on one of them and then didn't do anything like Perez escaped it or whatever. Anyways, um, Stratton ends up countering the Pop Rocks into her Rolling Senton, which leads now to her very beautiful Moonsault. And Tiffany Stratton wins this after 10 minutes. Um, good match, not amazing. I think Stratton would be the heavy favorite, right, to win the title, which we'll talk about when we yeah. preview it. And I, for me, that's the right choice. Lyra is not had nearly the attention i think lyra is a better in-ring performer probably but stratton is the total package and improving at a rapid pace better to have for a champion i think so um she's just getting better all around so why not see how she does with the title right this is developmental she's really close to probably being sent to main roster so let's see what she can do with the title Uh, moving over to impact opening match was awesome mike bailey chris sabin 12 minute match lots of cool offense encounters uh, Sabin hit a sunset bomb to the floor. You know how they always tease that spot, but yeah. then never give it to you? So they hit it there. Nice. He ended up winning with a muscle bustler and the cradle shock. Really awesome, fast-paced match. Built really nicely. Multiple believer- believable near falls, which the crowd really got into. Awesome start to the show. But then we get a rest hold where Taylor Wilde squashes Jessica in like a minute, maybe less. And then we get more Undead Realm stuff, which... Yeah, hourglass runs out that was tracking how long they could stay. And wow, what a what a surprise. Courtney Rush appears. Have
1: you, has that ever happened before? Like the whole Courtney Rush thing?
0: I don't remember it. But they said she's been Rosemary for seven years. So it's been probably beyond me remembering it. Hmm. So yeah, this is Rosemary. Not as Rosemary. It's Courtney Rush. So she shows up Clears house. Cleans house. Coven run run off. And Jessica is thrilled to have Rush. And they hug each other. And it's great. And then right after the commercial break, they come back to them. And Jessica isn't sure what the deal with Courtney Rush is, but Rush says she is kind of Rosemary, but not really. And it's sort of like some sort of possession sort of thing. Um, great. My favorite sort of stuff. It's like so, Rosemary. You know, I'm Jessica. loving this. Right. It, so I don't know. Since she's here, they're going to go on an adventure, and Jessica is excited about this. I don't like any of this, but at least Rosemary is gone and can try something new. Or whatever. But this whole undead realm magical coming back from the dead stuff is dumb. Is dumb. We got two more really good singles matches. I just kind of lumped them together. The in ring stuff the last couple of weeks has been pretty good. This one was Rich Swan beat Alan Angels in about a seven minute match with his second rope four fifty splash. Angels, I think, is easily the best wrestler in the design. Not a super high <laughs> bar. But their group is Don't still say about their group is still doing nothing. And then we had, I think I told you, Chris Bay defeated John Skyler with the Art of Finesse after 12 minutes, and I thought this was a very good match. Skyler got lots of time to showcase his talent. He's good, and they talk about he's actually been wrestling quite a while, right, despite being new to Impact. Both of them looked really good in this, and the, again, I'm happy because they're raising the profile of the good hands here. They continue, even though he lost, right, he got a lengthy competitive match against top competition, so. They're obviously starting to p- position the uh, good hands a little bit higher on the card, which I'm fine with. Also liked Killer Kelly and Masha are just brawling in the back. Masha looks vicious and is choking Killer Kelly with an electrical cord by the end of this. I thought it looked good. For there's the Both of them just love to inflict pain and take pain, so it makes sense, I guess. Um, did I tell you about Fandango's new gimmick? Sorry, no. Dirty Dango? You did not. I... I liked it. It's quite a turn. He's ditched the comedy stuff completely because he's been revealed as the one who attacks Santino, right? And he basically, I'm going off memory because I didn't really take notes. Something about, instead of the Attitude Era, so he, whatever, he was around for the Attitude Era or a fan of it, I can't remember what he said, but this is the Gratitude Era where he said, like, guys are just happy to be there and happy to have a contract and aren't really doing anything to get noticed or Mm -hmm. push the limits of whatever... So he's going to start doing that, basically. It was a much more serious, like, I'm now going to just do whatever I want here and there's nothing any of you can do about it. So I'm, I'm kind of up for a change for him because the comedy stuff doesn't, isn't my favorite, right? So we'll see where it goes. So it's Dirty Dango. I think he faced Hendry on the pre-show for the he digital did, yeah. thing. yeah,
1: and Santino came back.
0: Oh, and I think I, think I saw he got uh, DQ'd Fandango. Oh, all right. I think, because he doesn't sense. really care about that title, maybe. I don't know. I mean, who does? Um, and rest hold i thought was the slow long the oh sorry show long pco is out of the championship angle so this was the idea that i don't know if i missed it last week or it was somewhere else but that macklin smashed a cinder block with a sledgehammer on pco yeah and so I, I saw that. the idea is pco's out and that macklin's going to come to the ring and announce his own opponent and he announce, uh, announces champagne sing ha 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 Damore comes out and what a surprise pco is actually fine to wrestle so PCO comes out, take out Macklin's lackeys. I, it's all just hokey and doesn't feel like a main event storyline to me. I like Macklin more than a lot of people do. This title reign is not starting out hot. I talk about it every week. I don't know who the big challenges are for him, but this whole PCO thing and him aligning himself with Champagne Singh is not, and who's the other one? Um, um Shara. Oh, Shara is not a main event thing. It's not working for me. It's making your title feel less than it should, in my opinion. But anyways, um, and then I did make one quick note because I started watching ROH. I told you I really liked the opener, and I was surprised. It was Mark Briscoe and J.D. Drake. Oh, right. You did tell me. And Briscoe obviously won, but J.D. Drake's good, man. Like, we've said this before, especially when you look at him, and I hate to say that, but the stuff he can do, he just looks like your overweight, beer-drinking neighbor, right? But he's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome, and it got... A lot more time than I expected. He looked great, I thought. Briscoe won with the froggy bow, but I don't know if there's room for J.D. Drake to do more, but I think he's really good. I like him, and he just looks different from everybody else. I remember had the
1: WWN title when Theory was Evolve champion. <laughs> right. Way back when. He did. 2019.
0: Yeah, he was in Evolve, and I liked his matches there, too. Um, the ones I saw, I didn't see a ton. So do you have anything from SmackDown? A little
1: bit. Yeah. Um, a
0: high spot, I guess,
1: just because I was scrambling. Uh, it was, it just, I was AJ Styles beating Karrion Cross just because Karrion Cross lost.
0: <laughs> You're just so happy to report that, eh?
1: Yeah, just I think it's funny it, how bad they're doing with him.
0: At the uh, indie show last night, there were some autographed figures there, and uh, they were selling an autographed Kane Um, what's his face? Elite eighty-five Karrion Cross, right for a hundred and fifty dollars? I think. It was. <laughs> nope.
1: Not Nobody's like so. uh, buying that. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Um and then uh, kind of high spot LA Knight beat Boogs at least LA Knight's winning on TV and done with Boogs right so that I would uh, hope so yes good um then the last one was high spot uh Conan's promo Usos on the KO show he hosted he was nice. supposed to host Roman Solo but then Roman didn't come out so Usos ended up there i don't know how that happened um uh he was talking about o he's been right about everything and he's right that they deserve better they went for being the best tag team in WWE to Aaron boys for Roman uh, and then Jimmy said they are the best team in the world and when it comes to them he, and comes to the day ones he is the tribal chief and that got a good reaction from the crowd and then uh Heyman's face was Heyman's reaction was priceless of course like you know he's like uber loyal to Roman and yeah so his reaction was awesome Heyman's Heyman's awesome and then when Roman Reigns hit uh Roman's music hit after that I thought that was a perfect moment and then later on uh Jay kind of but mostly Jimmy were hesitant to hand Roman the tag titles it's also nice Telling that story, yeah, exactly. I see something going on later,
0: for sure. All right, well, I guess that's going to bring us to. We'll throw in a bonus segment here where we preview a whole bunch of shows from this weekend. um So yeah, it is our weekend preview, I guess. And I'll throw in a little bit of music right about here. Okay, so full disclosure, I have looked at cards and thought about things, but didn't make any notes. So. I'm sort of in between where I usually am. Either I haven't thought about it at all or I've thought about it in detail. So I'm somewhere in between.
1: Right. We'll do the one that's already started at the time of recording. Okay. As, at the time of recording, we've not seen anything, so these picks are
0: still valid. Correct. I haven't seen anything.
1: Um. So we'll start with Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Um, I took Lynch because we don't need Trish winning anything big in 2023 because it's, it's not Jeff Jarrett in AEW.
0: I know, and I did some research and there's some people saying it might be... It might be Trish, but so dumb. it doesn't make sense to me. Not that I'm following what's going on. So I will also take Becky Lynch because I don't know why you would put someone. I, I, like, I just don't feel like Stratus is here for a super long time. So how does her beating Lynch help anybody? So mm. I could be wrong, but I'll take Lynch as yeah. well.
1: Uh, next we get Gunther versus, versus Mustafa Ali. I <laughs> uh, think it's pretty obvious it's Gunther. I'm glad Ali's getting a spotlight, but there's no way he's ending the title run.
0: And he's gonna be like the crowd favorite and yeah. whatnot, which and then, is great for Gunther, because yeah, it's Gunther, right? Yeah. I don't, I, will be annoyed if they do. Not that I don't like Ali, but this is not, yeah, the place. I mean, for I
1: would, fo- I would like flame them again for another hometown loss, or I, he's not. Well, he's from Chicago technically, right? He's still got the heritage, but anyway, it's like kind of home and home field loss. But like Gunther,
0: yeah, has to be Gunther.
1: Um, Ripley Natalia. <laughs> SmackDown Women's Title.
0: Uh, Rhea Ripley. Don't think we need Ripley, to yeah, discuss that think... one too much. Um, oh, yeah, no... if Natalia
1: beat anyone for a title at this stage. I'd be annoyed, let alone Ripley, who's been on a correct, hot streak.
0: right, exactly. Like Ripley's doing great by most accounts, I think, and Natalia is Natalia, yeah. so no. So
1: next we have Bella versus Oscar for the Raw title, and so this is where I like I talk a bit more about stuff because like the women's titles are kind of a mess right now. The two Raw women in this match mm-hmm. are. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, the two Raw women were, which were the last match were fighting for the SmackDown title Yeah. and these two women on SmackDown are fighting for the Raw title. Triple H has to sort his crap out because this makes no sense. At this point, I would almost rather they do a stupid belt swap because at least then the titles are set straight. Yes. Because this is almost, I would argue this is worse than having a belt swap. So no matter who wins,
0: it's not on the right show. Right,
1: like literally they're opposite. It's the stupidest thing. And anyways, I'm going to take Belair to retain because it she seems like a really good champ, and they clearly won't back Asuka. If they were going to do it, they should have just done it at Mania. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. If they were going to do it, I don't know why you would wait till here.
0: Feels It just it just feels like Air is going to right. keep being so, the champion. I have no reason like, to for believe. And
1: the Asuka moment passed. I mean, I, I know so. the build to Mania wasn't great, but if you were going to do it, you should have just pulled the trigger then. And
0: I love Asuka, but it doesn't right. feel like she's poised to be a champion, mm-hmm. so it no. seems like just like no. status quo. Belair and I like Belair too, so that's fine.
1: Uh, next week Cody vs Brock Lesnar too, Electric Boogaloo. All right, we let's... um. So I feel like there's a fair chance that Lesnar gets his win back here for a third match, but I think that kind of undoes what his win at Backlash for Co- the Cody win. Yep. And after the whole WrestleMania fiasco, I think they need to keep Cody as strong as possible if they want him to stay in the running for anything. Plus, they're running the broken arm storyline. Yeah, I heard um, that. Today. So they could really sell Cody as like a resilient babyface because he already won. The hell in a cell with a torn pack so they could have him win this true. match with a broken arm true and just really like kind of that really pushed cody up a bit um so i'm gonna take Cody. Cause i think that's just the right move but i wouldn't be surprised if i'm wrong here so. see
0: i actually agree agree with your first take which was that lesnar wins here against i think that's to go to a match likely. at summer slam or whatever the yeah, next that's that's thing completely is. likely um and I think they'll use the broken arm as the excuse, like I to keep Cody too. strong, right? Like, of course, he lost; he had a broken arm, and when he's healthy, he gets the third and final, or the, the that, second yeah. win. So I'll take uh, Brock there. That's fair. And I'm not even reaching; that was going to be my pick anyways. Mm-hmm. Works out. Um, next we get Zayn and Owens
1: versus Roman mm-hmm. and Solo. This one's tough. For the I think undisputed tag titles. Yeah, but. Not really, because, <laughs> well, I think it would be genuinely the funniest thing ever to give Roman four belts. I will have a nice little chuckle at that. Um, I'd also hate it, because that's objectively a bad call. Like, that's just, it's stupid. He's had a thousand days as a world champ. He doesn't need tag titles, because that he's barely going to defend. Because that's bogging down two divisions in one. Right. Right, and him and Solo are not a tag team. I like, I like the combination for storyline purposes, and that's why I'm not complaining about it. But, like, they can't have a title. They're not a tag team. It doesn't work. Um, That's like it's not how the story needs to go. He can celebrate the 1000 days, but he doesn't need a tag win. Uh, K.O. and Sami deserve a good run with the titles. This is their first like big challenge with the titles, but they deserve more than this. I think their win, their title win deserves more than this. But
0: could they drop them and win them back quickly? I
1: think that kind of undoes some of their proxies. I don't think that's necessary. But again, who's in charge? Vince. Yeah, but <laughs> and he's he's smart about this. Triple H is running creative still, though. I guess. I Think Vince is, doesn't seem to be huge. I haven't felt Vince's influence a ton lately. Yeah. So we're smooth sailing so far. All right, you'll not conv- not to jinx it. You convince
0: me, I'll take them as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. I wasn't quite sure because I could see them smooth. just loving the idea of Roman with I, all I the belts. I think
1: that would be pretty comedically humorous, but in additionally, all, due to all the discourse in the building, I could see the Usos being a negative factor for Roman Solo, whether that's intended True. or not. True, I think they'll play a factor. And I think that's gonna it could be cost the Roman, right. solo, and then that'll facilitate that possible Roman and Solo versus Usos match. That makes sense. And then you can still have Roman and Solo tag again, but they won't they won't ruin tag titles. Uh, and then uh and last, we have the opener, which I thought would be the main event, but nope, because this title is what secondary. Correct uh Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight title. Um I'm taking I'm taking Seth freaking Rollins and I'm saying that with enthusiasm not cuz I think that's a good name. Um m- my boy, he was one of the most consistently good guys when Roman was busy not being there. Uh he had a pretty good 2022 20, despite he'd lost like 90% of matches. Yeah, like, not many guys can do that. No, oh, he's high He's profile. got like constant credibility. He's He does. He can put on a good match with pretty much anyone on the roster and and Raw's got a pretty nice like feel the guys like you have Nakamura. He already faced Battle. You could do that again. Like um, I don't that there's a uh, Cody. I guess if you really wanted to, but like um, and they want the new title to be a prominent workhorse world title world. Um, like, which is he's, either he's of a these no-brainer guys. choice. Yeah, AJ could do it good too, but like he. To me, like the difference is Rollins is over as hell right now. Like the That's my st- difference maker. Is over.
0: I feel like just like Rollins is hot, right? Looking like, in, he's positioned to be a right. champion. He's he's AJ, hot on it. You need to do something yeah, right. No ahead disrespect of it. to him, but he no. just came back from Agreed. an injury.
1: He feels like a weird choice to win right now. Yes, I'd really like him to face Roman as a challenger. I really like that, but I don't think he needs to be a champion right now. And it's been a long ass time since Rollins had a world title. So right. like, I'm also throw taking my boy Seth. Alone. Like, I'm
0: taking Seth. It just feels like. Like, who's been presented like a champion lately? It's him. And yeah, it'd be. Absolutely. And if you're trying to like, get this belt meaningful right out of the gate, Rollins is your not guy. Not that AJ's not a big name, but he hasn't been the focus of anything no. major lately. So I think you got to go Seth. And
1: Rollins is technically the only guy in the title run that didn't lose to Roman. Right. He, did, he never lost.
0: So I'll take Seth as well. And
1: that, that match was awesome.
0: It was. All right.
1: So, Knight of Champions 2023, AK New Blood Money. Mm-hmm. is in the books. I mean, that's going on as we speak. It is. But we haven't watched anything yet, so the picks still stand. They do. Whatever we Official. get right. We get right. If we get them wrong, oh well. Um, So we'll move to WWE's other PLE this weekend, which will be tomorrow night, which is NXT Battleground, mm-hmm. a, a pay-per-view concept they haven't used since 2017 with the Punjabi prison with Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So they're uh, reviving the name for NXT purposes. Right. They used to have it on the main roster. So that was... The second last battle gun, and Balgron was also the shield triples Threat. Right. Mhm. Um so we're going to start um with Dragonov versus Dijak, the last man standing match. Yeah, this um, one should be brutal. I picked Dragonov cuz I feel like he would only get hurt f- from a loss here and Dijak will be kind of the same either way, 100%. just from what I've seen.
0: 100% agree taking Dragonov because he not that he needs a win more, but he again he positioning wise he can't have a loss. Dijak's just kind of the guy that has good matches and is there. But yeah. Dragonov feels like someone they want to focus on going forward. So I will right. take. It's Dragunov. not that like he needs a win; he just
1: you can't really take a loss.
0: And that should be a pretty vicious mm-hmm. match, honestly. Yeah, uh, it should be good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next we have the North American three way, which is Wesley, Joe Casey, and Tyler Bate. Um, I could see like a potential like surprise switch here with gacy or bait but i think it really just makes more sense for west to keep it here he does i would like bait with another title um but this doesn't really feel like it's built to a title change no i agree right like um from what i've seen so i'll take leader tain
0: and, yeah, and Lee's, they're really leaning into this. He's the longest reigning champion, and he's a fighting champion. I do
1: he's the longest yet, but he's definitely had the most defensive. It
0: doesn't feel like this is where he loses the title. Again, partly because the bait story's been so fast-forwarded. If you want to slow this down and tell that story, then it might be believable, but I think Lee retains yeah. here, too. Right. Um, okay. Uh, next, we have the Women's Championship
1: Tournament Final. Yep. Stratton versus Valkyria. I think Stratton makes more sense here. She's it just feels more built it's kind of like the rollins thing right mm-hmm. like she just feels like more like yes it, you know it just and i don't makes think
0: that lyra's character is ready to be that's it, what i was thinking like, kind of weird yeah uh, whereas, stratton seems more complete whereas stratton time. will look amazing with the gold lyra it would almost look strange i feel like mm-hmm. although you go with the bird finding a shiny object i guess but anyways uh, it's going to be Stratton. I'm pretty confident. She you carry, never know. She should carry but... the
1: bell out in like a bird's nest instead of the pirate chest that Kyrie Sane
0: did. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's Stratton's time right. and I'm f- totally fine with that. All
1: right. So next we have the tag title match, which I had to add in midweek because they added that to the card mm-hmm. um. So it's Gals versus the Creed Brothers and here's where my, I get a little fantasy booking here, which is Go weird ahead. for NXT considering I don't really watch it, but nonetheless... So I was going to take the Creed's, but then I had an idea. And so you mentioned how you thought Stax framed Tony D for what happened, I do. right? And that got me thinking. So since Stax assisted them on NXT, and, like, I know they kind of, like, declined, the, like, more after. But maybe he'll come out to even the odds again when Joe Coffey keeps interfering. Mm-hmm. Like, just to kind of, like, keep him at bay, you know, that kind of whole thing. And then everything will seem good for the Creed's to get the titles back. They're about to get their win. But then Tony D shows up. Um, He got released. Uh, and he's pissed off because <laughs> he found out that Stax framed him, right? And it'll be explained on NXT after that's. Yes. And that's not my problem. Um, <laughs> and they start brawling around, which causes a distraction. Gals Eco to win, just because I think that'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm. This one is tough.
1: Like I almost picked the Creeds, but I, at the same time, like I thought that fantasy booking would be kind of interesting, and then yeah. also to me, like I feel like the Creed's getting their titles back because they would be good champions. But like they have like. This isn't really a blood
0: feud, is it? Like no. it's not like no. It's at least like, not yet. They, they showed up at the bar. They were drinking at the bar one time together, and now it's just like they kind of wanted a title shot. So, like, I'm not... Creed's are awesome, and they should have a lengthy title reign, but I don't know if this is when it is. I'm kind of... This one's kind of hard to pick, and I... Gallus has been better lately, so I don't know... Hmm, and I think there's the dynamic. I don't know who the heels are here, but yes, I feel like there's something going on with stacks and that whole thing um i'll take gallus retains as well I, I won't be surprised to be wrong on that one Me too but but it just doesn't feel yeah. like the creed's time yet mm-hmm. so i'll take gallus uh, next
1: we got dar versus dragon lee for the heritage cup um yeah i'm taking dar because i love dar it's and dar. he he fits better with the cup and i don't think dragon lee needs it right now because exactly he's already taken like a loss or two exactly. so it's not like we're breaking that he's not on a roll here. no um, so I think we're fine,
0: and I also think I'm taking Dar as well. That Dar retains here, and then it becomes Nathan Fraser going. Listen, I beat you in a regular match. I want it. And I wouldn't then hate we Fraser. We run that it. back, and that's, that's okay. awesome. Fraser right? could take it if I, if you. Really and I aware. also think like, Dar's so great with that cup. Like he carries that's it like a child, thinking, right? and He's he talks to it, it, and he so he it fits him perfectly. And again, like you said, Dragon Lee is not on a hot streak, so he can take another yeah. loss here. Should be a cool match, mm. but I take Dar.
1: Him having the Heritage Cup a second time because like, he didn't really win it again. It's like when um, Bate showed up with the NXT UK title before his title change aired. And
0: they go out of their way to talk about how he's a two-time cup whatever, whatever. And it's like, yeah, just because you gave it to him, he didn't actually win it the yeah, second time. I mean, but... I'm not complaining because I love anyway, Dar. Me too. But, like, uh, it's it still, is weird. It's a nitpick. Revisionist history. It's it's a nitpick, you know? Yeah.
1: Then um, finally, Carmelo Hazer is a breaker for the NXT title. I took Mellow because I can't imagine the rain end so
0: soon, even though Breaker's different. I think there's a chance. but I, don't, I can't imagine that. I don't, I'm don't. i trying to decide if it's enough. For, have we picked all the same so far on this show? No, I don't think so. We've got a difference already? Uh, No. We're all the same, right? Yeah. So I feel like I'm giving you, you a win head, here. You want to hedge your bets on this one? But uh, I feel like there's a chance they put it on heel brawn and then go back to like babyface mellow chasing it, but it does kind of hurt Melo's rain. But it hasn't. I'm hoping he does like a punk thing
1: where he holds it for a while all and right. turns heel mid-range. For
0: the good of the show, I'll take Braun just to, so that somebody wins this because otherwise right, we tie. Right.
1: We're hedging it on because I think event. we have
0: one different on the other one too, right? Because uh, I took Co- I took Brock. You took
1: okay, so I know this is different. We both took Rollins. Uh, we both took KO and Sammy. You took Brock, and so then we both took Belair. Yeah, okay, so we're hedging. At these on. At least someone will win and win or lose. All right, that's interesting. Okay. okay, we'll see about A W then. Yep. Okay, so double or nothing, twenty twenty three. Um, so I assume we're definitely gonna differ on this one. Actually, we could. Uh, the TBS title match. Um, so I, I said Taya because I feel like she kind of has to win here. If she loses, if she already lost once and she loses again, she loses any credibility yep. of winning the title from Jade. And
0: if she can't take it, who can? I. And at this point,
1: like, just give me something else.
0: I'm also taking Taya because just anything else. I think they think. That this is the person we believe can do it and blah blah blah. So I'm not I'm sure. I'm more like just change it. Yeah. So I think this is the time, although I also was pretty sure Statlander was gonna be the one. So I don't I even know take... Statlander's
1: coming back though.
0: All right, I'll take I'll take Jade. Ooh. Just to make it different I my initial, I just switched right now because I was going to take Taya for similar reasons, but I'll take Jade thinking that Statlander's close and that they're saving it it's for so Statlander. It's so likely that
1: Jade will win too because she's just like, there's a bunch of times where I've thought to and she's right. like, nope, Jade wins, <laughs> Exactly. You know? So I'll take Jade. It's like the Roman wins, lol, except it's Jade.
0: And Cena. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Wardlow, Christian. Um, I took Wardlow. Um, as much as I would like for his to be over again, this doesn't feel like it, and I would also be annoyed if he had another stop-start run because his last high run was three days. I agree. Uh, Christian can hopefully carry him to a solid match, but that's all I'm expecting as well as a title retention here.
0: Yeah, it doesn't feel like Christian's taking the belt here. It's just a quality yeah. defense for Wardlow on a pay per view, yeah. I guess. So also, I saw the um
1: they just advertised House of Black have an open challenge for the pay per view, but I didn't think that's worth putting on because it's an a an open challenge. B they'll probably win. Right, I would. So like, I'm not so. I'm not including that here.
0: And I'm imagining the Wardlow match. It's uh he shows some aggression or violence that are approves of and the mentorship is effective and blah 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 something like that he beats christian in Um, his own match
1: i saw like when i looked up a match card i never found this on like i never found like the match graphic for it Mm -hmm. but i saw it like when i looked my googled the card when i was prepping this so if it's not if it's not like on the show then i won't count in like our final uh, gotcha tally but uh hardy party versus the firm i'm pretty sure it's on the show but i'm not 100 percent sure so i just took hardy party because i don't the really individual care. names would be like um cassidy isaiah and um hardy's versus firm i think would be i think cassidy, i'm pretty sure it's page and the guns
0: i feel like isaiah cassidy's out and it was replaced no he's I, brother's a oh he just changed his name is that what you saw yeah uh, i didn't know who yeah, that he, was he, it's him okay it's him of course I'm not uh, taking Hardy Party because I we need this contractual bull to get. I'll over. take Hardy Party too, with no thought or care. Oh, <laughs> I barely. I, just I neither care nor put thought into it. I didn't. I just put
1: Hardy Party. I guess I don't really care. Yeah, same. So I next we the got same. the Blackjack Battle Royal for the international title, mm-hmm. and so it might be a little risky, but I'm gonna take Switchblade on this. Wow. Um, I think it would help legitimize him in AEW, and it would be he would be a worthy guy to beat Cassie if you want to end the reign. You can't tell me he's a bad pick, right? And he is also international. Uh, he could even have Juice help him to keep Cassie a little stronger. And he's got like kind of the New Japan ties. So you could have him defending against someone from New Japan at Forbidden Door. Like I think right. Jay White's a really good pick there. I could see Cassie eking out the win here, but I think if I think this is a good place to do a title change because like you can have the Battle Royal. Just it's too much for Cassidy, right? Like, he's been defending every week, basically. He's had yep. or he's at least had a match every week. And now, like, 20 other guys, it's going to get too much for him. All his injuries are going to mount up. And I think Jay White and Bullet Club Gold could take advantage here.
0: It's so. possible. I'm taking uh, Orange Cassidy to retain. Right. I think it just furthers right. that story of, like, it just doesn't... I could see it either way. This I could is see where you it. end that story. Okay. I
1: could see it either furthering the story, right. like you're saying, or being the payoff to the story. Right. So I think it could work either way. I'm going to take Jay White cuz I've been fantasizing him as the international champion yeah. and I think it could work really well. So that's, I'll take Cassidy to retain. I just that's my uh Hail Mary there. All right. Uh, we'll I like see. it. Um next we get FTR versus Jay Lee Jeff Jarrett uh, for the tag titles uh, with Briscoe It's, Brisco. it's um, FTR. FTR. If it's not FTR I will not literally lose my crap. They are not losing. Like okay. pretty confident in that one. Uh Hater versus Storm. Uh I'll take Hater. Uh, cuz I didn't know about the injury <sighs> stuff, so that's not
0: Yeah, I don't know, right? Like, if she's that injured, and they need to, I'll take Hater because I don't. I've heard either Outcast suck, and I heard if it's, it's going to be a short match, is what I hear, because she is hurt. Um, do I want to take Storm here? I will not. I'll take Hater. Okay. I just don't want her. I don't want Outcast to lose the title at all. I know. I think it's possible. I again, I don't know how hurt Hater is, but there is talk that she is not able to really defend this fully that's okay so we'll see um next we get adam cole chris jericho
1: and the unsanctioned match um i took cole because i don't see this feud needing to continue past this unless kyle riley comes back and uh we get a trios match even so maybe kyle can give cole an assist and he'll still get the win but cole's still fresh in this comeback and Jericho has nothing to gain from a win here, and but I think it would damage Cole. So regardless if you think the feud's going to end or not, I think Cole would only really get hurt by a win here.
0: I think Cole wins because... Of the story, it's it's for his wife, right? Like basically, yeah. it's to avenge her being attacked, and I. It's think, essentially a family story. Kind I thing. think he has to sort of get that justice, mm-hmm. and then they can go wherever they want from yeah. there. So I think it's cool as well. I would hope it
1: ends soon because. Me too. I don't. I don't want more of this.
0: And we know there's a history of jazz feuds. Exactly. Running that, far that's far too long. The, that's the fear. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I mean, last year Jazz ran the anarchy in the arena, and then the feud ended like at the end of the year, maybe. Exactly. Like it was literally the whole year. Um. So next speaking of Anarchy in the Arena, we my probably most my most anticipated match of the show. I it would have been the four way, but I think this might have exceeded it mm-hmm. cuz Anarchy in the Arena was really fun last really year, fun. but this is a better story in it. Yes. So that's like it's like match plus story. Yep. Hmm. You know. Um so we got Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club Anarchy in the Arena. Um so I've absolutely loved this suit. I just want to say by far my favorite story they've done in a while. Like I think, just good. like when they really put everything into it, and like the, when they're like, um, like when they put everything into it, and it's like an elite storyline, they like they really knock it out of the park. Cause yep. Like Hangman's title win storyline was awesome too. Like the whole when Hangman and Kenny were teaming, that was awesome too. Like that was awesome. when they really just put all their. Effort into like an elite centric storyline, they really knock it out of the park. And I, you can say what you want for like the elite being on TV love, but like it, it really is their best stuff. Yeah. I, I don't and necessarily want to love them, but they're, they I, deliver. I, I love this. Um, and I think it's fairly obvious it's also building to an elite win here. I could, however, see the argument for Blackpool winning here to elite get their win back in blood and guts, but I feel like the elite not winning here would suck the wind of this kind of right. And so I think they should win. Plus, if you want to give Blackpool win, doesn't Blackpool winning? blood and guts make more sense because yes. that's much more fitting for them and well, then you could this... also have like a brutal display for like the finish like you know how mjf kind of like taunted throwing jericho off the cage something like that obviously not the same but like something brutal because they're like the bullies or whatever and know? they
0: can argue that this anarchy whatever is a match for amateurs and it's not you know what i mean right Go and, that and they can challenge them the that's blood and guts because that's
1: like a real like you can't run away match, we're locked right? in a cage exactly yeah. and it's only like submit- Submission like they can only like beat them when they when Blackpool actually gives up or something. So I yeah. think that, and you can chuck into and Nabushi if you want.
0: I agree. I think I think it's setting up for Elite to win this Anarchy. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. it, I I think I also am taking I think the it's Elite.
1: Much more built to that. Um, and then our last one is the Four Pillars Four Way for the AEW and title. Everyone
0: knows our picks on this already. Wh- yeah, we've Which said it is, a million times. It's,
1: so it's MJF, Darby Allen, Sam McGuire and Jungle Boy. Um, the story's been great as well. If it weren't for the current faction war, this would be my favorite current thing going. Um, but um, I think they've done a good, uh, really good job of hyping the possibility of one of the other pillars sneaking away with the title. But I think it's obvious it'll be MJF. Agree. The title reign's not ending yet, but I think they've done a good job at least like making everyone else credible enough so that like it's not like a complete wash. But yeah. it's it still
0: is. And I don't even care because I'm interested in a a four way between these guys in a main event of a pay per view. Should be an awesome match. So. I don't always need the result in no. doubt, right? If you do a good enough job with everything if else. If I was going to pick anyone for me.
1: runner-up, it would be Darby Allen.
0: Yeah, I, it's going to be MJF. Yeah, I'm pretty positive on mm-hmm. that. Agreed. For sure. Uh, you said you do have some figuring this bit. week? All right, well, that's going to wrap up the previews then, and we'll end this episode. Jack does have an update from the world of wrestling figures that we call Figuring It Out with Jack. <laughs>
1: Um, so there were some leaks that just went out a little while ago, and so one of them is particularly of interest to me. Which is? Um. So they just put out the Elite Greatest Hits 2, which was like, they do, I think they're doing one per year, which is like, that's like kind of the updated re-releases. Yeah. Um. So that was the one with the cash and Seth Rollins with the black and gold, mm-hmm. which was the wrong choice. And they had <laughs> like course. the Bluetooth and whatever. So there's leaks for Greatest Hits 3, which is a little weird because there's eight figures instead of six, which is the usual, but... So two of them are weird. They're they're re-releasing a couple of the Hollywood figures. Yeah. Um, which is Rock as Scorpion King. Of course. Uh, and then Roddy Piper as John Nada. They're re-releasing that one again.
0: As who? John. Nava. Oh, is that the guy from the movie? That's a good movie.
1: Yeah. So it's they're re-releasing those, and I think like part of it, it's like their greatest hits. So it's like like really sought after figures, but also ones that like weren't distributed well. Yeah. So that's kinda of what the case is with some of these. And this is just leak, so obviously I don't know yet. But then also there's Bruce Beefcake, which is supposedly supposed to be the legend figure he had, which I think was like Dream Team beefcake. Mm-hmm. Pre barber. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um R Truth, which I don't know which one that'll be. Um Bray Wyatt, which I also don't know. Um The Natural Disasters, which both of them which will be um which has to be those. Remember when they used to always have the then now forever Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they had those. I yep. think we see them before. We yeah. saw them Somewhere. A long time ago. um. So there's those. And then Seth Rollins is in this set as well. Nice. So it has to be the white one. They have to. They can't. They can't shun me twice. They can't. They can't. They can't <laughs> do it know. again. Whole... It has to be the white one. They have. Everyone wants that. Yeah. They made, they made a mistake the first time. Okay. And so this is supposed to be around December 2023 or like next year. So it'll be a while anyways. But oh well. Uh. Then there's Championship Zone in two packs. The next set is leaked, which is the 15th one, I think. And um, so they're doing Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. So Logan Paul will get his first basic, mm-hmm. which will be from Crown Jewel 2022. Um They should it should have it should come with both belts, which would be cool. But cause then you can get the finally get the WWE title with Roman side plates. But they probably won't because they always include one belt. Even with like um they did like a uh, RK Bro one of these, and they only include one tag title. Lame. Um, they got Stone Cold versus Triple H. Speaking of tag sets, I couldn't think of any one on one title match these guys have had, but then I thought you could do a two man power trip one and still do and give them a title because mm-hmm. they do tag teams in these sets sometimes. Um, and you could give them like a world title, or IC title, or a tag title. You could um because that and then Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles, which would probably have to be one of their US title matches from twenty seventeen, which I think they had at Backlash. I don't know they have one at Battleground and then SummerSlam, which is that was remember the weird one with Shane McMahon's referee. Not really. And then you kept doing they kept knocking into him and then you kept like Interesting.
0: Yeah. Good old Shane. I miss him. Nope. Just kidding. That was awesome. Though. I do not.
1: Mania was awesome though.
0: Mania was awesome.
1: Remember? What?
0: Shane. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, uh, he awesome. <laughs> he might it might be a while before he's back, I yeah.
1: guess. Uh, and then Basic 141 was leaked. Uh, Seth Rollins again, Ray, but it's a basic, so I don't care. And Lesnar, Belair, Rock, and LA Knight, first figure. Hey, and good for You'll
0: yeah. So, yeah. I think you were watching a compilation of his, yes? yeah. I just found that
1: randomly <laughs> on Instagram.
0: It's funny. Uh, and then LA Knight's
1: the chase, so there'll be two LA Knights. Nice. Doubling yeah. up. And then they revealed, AEW revealed a Target exclusive Adam Cole fig, which is a repaint of his first AEW figure since so the white logos, it's got the red. I. Don't like it's it's solid like the gear is solid but just I think his formula is weird. They need to kind of tweak it. Yeah, it looks weird. But like, and it's got the red packaging. I would get this if I could keep it in the package and then I'd put it on here because like I'm cool. But I wouldn't use that because it's a little funky looking. It is. Um. Then we have so they because the double or nothing tomorrow they they are doing one of their fan fest thingy majiggies. mm mm-hmm. Um. So AEW stuff and things. <laughs> they ju- they showed um like new prototypes for or, sorry new models of like um unmatched seven which we already saw but like it's got that really nice feeling like i really like the phoenix it's super nice yeah that looks got the nice. white gear it's like it's got a nice it's got like a soft goods hood like rubber jackets are yeah that looks garbage nice. that's actually nice it's got pack and it. it's like he's got the he's got three heads and two and one's normal one of them's eye patch and one of them's blindfolded remember that oh yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah he was blindfolded for a bit and there's a sting uh there's a danhausen with like so the main one's got like the big coat on, which is meh, mm-hmm. and then there's the uh, forgot about him the too, chase, which is like sure. This, yeah, oh, didn't did he get injured? He did, yeah, right in the tag title match, right? Oh my yeah. god, he challenged for the tag titles, correct? Uh, there's two Thunder Roses, but we're gonna skip past that because eh. <laughs> uh, LJ and Punk also gonna skip past that because eh. uh, and then there's a ringside exclusive Danhausen, like a different gear, he's uh, it'll have like special packaging. It's like, oh, that's really cool. If you look at the packaging, see it's got like one of those Velcro things, and it'll open up and see it's got like the cape. cape yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like the packaging; that's cool because like my Star Wars Darth Maul had like it's got the Velcro. That's kind of cool. It's kind of got like a gray and black tights look. It's it's all right. Uh, they showed Bunny and Butcher and Blade, which they all look okay. Um, Butcher looks a little weird. Like, and their head skins have been kind of missing lately. I feel like they kind of need to pick stuff up again, right. A little bit. Um, where's? Hold on, I need to find. So they had they had, they revealed a bunch of, ringside exclusives. Um, oh, there's, they showed um, around fourteen. There's okay, so they got the acclaimed, which looked pretty nice. And uh, the... these are just like renders. It's in a video, but uh, acclaimed and oh, and Billy Gunn, nice, okay, amazing. That looks interesting. Oh, Ricky, Star... ooh, FTW title, nice, nice, nice. I'm getting that. Oh, Tony Storm with the new women's title, nice, 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 nice. Oh, Swerve looks nice. It's in like that purple and orange gear. I think he had. Keith Lee, it looks okay. Anyways, back to other stuff. They had, um, so they always do, like, they sometimes do shop exclusives. Yeah. It's usually a repaint figure with a, just with a cloth shirt, but the, they do, they got a jade cargo, and it's actually just a repaint with different hair, but it's got the TBS title, which is huge, by the way. Gigantic. Yeah, like, that's, it's a bit of an issue with the TNT title, too, but it looks more noticeable in a women's title because the figures are generally not, exactly. not, not, not as big, right? right. Uh, and there's a Hookhausen two-pack, which I feel like, is that the same Dan Housen that's a it's a chase no no way they did that that's no way i got to got to look at this folks it is no way oh wait oh my god it's the same no way okay so i think the danhausen in the 2 pack with hook is the same as the chase danhausen which is dumb cuz then you don't have to get the chase to get the figure it's not that exclusive unless you it's then it's only rare if you're a collector cuz it's like oh you got the actual mm-hmm. chase you know but, like, if you just want the figure, it's no difference. Uh, there's a ringside exclusive hook, which is just white and black shorts. It's not really interesting. And I was just showing you they had a new TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. Because at Comic-Con, I got the TNT champion ringside exclusive Cody. Mm-hmm. And he came with, like, the the prototype TNT title. Remember the, yep. the one that you love so dearly? Yes. And that was the silver and purple Cody from when he won the title. So then this is, like, a purple and white Sammy. I like that. And he's got Miro's TNT title and then the black strap one. I, so that, that's pretty cool. I'll definitely try to get that at some point. Maybe maybe next Comic Con, <laughs> a year from now. Yeah, um. Then I showed you the one I really like. They have a blood and guts. Their next bloody figure is Wheeler Yuda. Yep. And I believe he's coming with the ROH Pure title. Not only that, but the updated one, which I think is really cool. What was the match oh he had with Mox that was amazing. That right? was it. I think. I yeah. think that's the one. That was crazy. And like I think it's cool that they're including an ROH title. Not only that, but it's it's an updated one too. Like right. Um, it has to be cuz it doesn't look like the original pure title so that, i think that's a really cool thing cuz i don't they, i think that's the first time they're doing that so nice that's very nice very very nice and i mean i'm i'm going to assume they're doing more stuff as i'm going but like that's all we, oh that is interesting there's this one exclusive Jericho that looks really weird the face doesn't i don't love it i'm not going to so skinny i'm not going to lie. it is weird I'm not gonna lie with you. I thought purple. I thought Matt Taven for a second. I was gonna. I was about to it laugh. for me immediately. Pre-order. I was about to laugh real hard. Oh no! They've disappeared. Oh, of course. Actually, I'll buy it. The face paint looks nice. Jeff Hardy. I I will get it for the face paint. Um, I I like Jeff Hardy figures because Jeff Hardy figures don't drive.
0: That is true. They do not.
1: Um, that is everything that they gave me. So that's a lot.
0: It was decent. What do, you, what do you guess the time on this chunky episode uh, is? 150. Nice try. 2.32 in ticket. Okay, I
1: thought, I, was gonna, I, thought, I thought it wouldn't be that long.
0: And next week, unless we do something to get all these, like how are we going to throw three pay-per-views in there? But anyways.
1: Uh, we just do AW and call it a day.
0: We'll figure it out. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll I don't see. know if we'll do any special episodes or anything. We'll see. There is a lot of wrestling to watch, but we'll definitely be back next Saturday for episode 150. It's a milestone or something. But anyways, I uh, appreciate any time you took out of your week to listen to us talk about wrestling. Hopefully you're back joining us next week for 150 where we'll talk about all of these pay-per-views a little bit at least probably and all our regular stuff. So we hope to see you then and until then, take care.